Hey everybody, welcome to the show. The Mickey Mouse Explorer, the Mickey Mouse Explorer. If you don't have any boys, then you might explore. This is Fat Old Nerds Podcast Show. Got three fat fuckers in the air will be host. First comes Bobby, no other boys are hoe. Then they tell you my good man that she can grow. It's a Fat Old Nerds Podcast Show. Nice comes just an ugly as a joke. Here's a goat. Fuck. I fucked up the words, goddammit. Talk about things that are awesome, some things are blow. If you fucking ready in here, we fucking go. It's a Fat Old Nerds Podcast Show. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Fat Old Nerds Podcast. If you've stuck with us this long, then goddamn, you have problems. What the fuck is wrong with you? Today, I'm joined, as usual, by two people that I both love and despise. Uh, one, he's the tallest Ewok in the entire village. He's Micah Bryant. Yeah, he's our resident brewmaster, and if World of Warcraft is hot as anything, that just means he's a fat panda. <laughs> oh. And I'm also joined by the only human on the Grand Hut Council, Justin Moffat. Because <laughs> he's so damn fat. He is the most sin-filled Amish person I've ever met. <laughs> yes, I feel powerful and and Amish. Apparently, I'm gonna make some cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, fellas, we got a hell of a lot. Of, well, not a hell of a lot of things to talk about, but we're gonna start it off with something that it's gonna be a bit of an experiment. Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. Yeah. Hey, Bob. I know you're dumb and all, but you forgot to introduce yourself. Oh, I did, didn't I? I, I I live in the Sarlacc. I'm Bob Patterson. Yeah. He's a walking disaster. And that's funny because he can't drive. And he just... <laughs> ever since he was born, he just looks like a 40-year-old. He will look like a 40-year-old until the day he dies. Yep. Which can be a good thing, but a bad thing when you're 10. Yeah. 40-year-old baby. All right. Well, the first thing I want to kick it off here... Really, Bob, that is a compliment. You don't age in a weird sort of a creepy way someone told me that i could play a character in a movie from anywhere from 12 to 40 you easily could depending on what you're wearing yes yeah depending on if i'm wearing a t-shirt shorts and a little hat like a beanie hat with a little propeller on it yes exactly i want to see that for some reason bet you do i do Mm mm-hmm Justin's just loaded up with beer over there. I have only had two, and I have two in reserve. And that's very reasonable, I feel. And it's been and a while. I have six sitting under the bed. Yeah, and I think I'm on a streak. I've done like the last three or four of these sober. And so I talked to both of you sober. So I wasn't going to let that happen again. I don't blame you. Yeah. Or you're going to be glad you're not sober for this one. Okay. It's an experiment I want to do. Oh, dear. Okay. We're going to see if people listen to the podcast beyond this list. They don't. All right. Y'all gave me the idea. Take take a movie, keep one human character, Mm -hmm. and then replace the rest of the cast with Muppets. No. Hey, quit listening at the door. Go do what you're doing. (laughs) I love the commentary. Jesus Christ, child. 
Okay. Star. So we're gonna start off at number ten. Pearl Harbor. Keep Ben Affleck. Mm. You know, I don't actually think I've ever actually seen Pearl Harbor. It's um, not that great. Really. I knew what happened. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. The, there, yeah. There's a certain event that's actually historically accurate that happens in it. You mean like the whole premise of the movie? Yes. <laughs> Number nine, Tremors. Keep uh, Michael Gross, the the guy with all the guns, Bert. I was gonna say since I've seen that one long. I was gonna say either keep Kevin Bacon or Reba McIntyre. Nah, Michael Gross. Okay. Number eight, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, Keith William Shatner. That'd be fun. So I wanted to see him yelling at a Muppet Khan. Khan! I think we're like, well, no, I guess I've seen Tremors, but I don't think I've seen three, or two of the three movies so far. So I'm, 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 I'm not up on Star Trek. I'm just, you know. I've seen the first couple of Star Trek movies, but I have seen Wrath of Khan, and that would be funny. <laughs> Avengers Infinity War slash Endgame, keep Thanos. And the rest. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. I want to see puppets ev- evaporate into dust. On that one, I kind of want to keep Ant-Man, like Paul Rudd, just because, you know, he gets, like, warped off into the, 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 the tiny dimension, and then he comes back. And everything's it's, a puppet. <laughs> yeah, then he comes back, and he's just like, oh, shit. You know, and then you have, and he has that like heartfelt scene where like he goes and he sees his daughter and like she's thought he's dead for five years, and then now it's a Muppet. It's not, <laughs> like, it's, I think I think that makes it better. Alternatively, you could do Hawkeye because kind of for the same reasons, but uh, yeah, yeah, continue. Next up on the list at number six is the Rob Zombie version of Halloween. Keep Michael Myers. I can't say I've seen that version of it. It's basically just tits and blood throughout the whole thing. It's a Rob Zombie. I I would just want to see titties on Muppets and blood on Muppets. Why would you want to see tits on a Muppet? (laughs) Because it's never been done before. Uh, Oh, I'm sure it's done. There is a movie. got some clave. Dude, there's a movie called Meet the Feebles. And uh, I believe it was uh, Peter Jackson directed it, I think. Oh, I've heard this movie. I haven't seen the whole movie, but I know for a fact that you see some some puppet titties and uh, one puppet gets his head stuck up his own ass. So, uh, dude, I've tried to find it on like Netflix and stuff. It's just not super easy to find. I need to try my 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 hand at finding it again. I'm sure it's out there. I just didn't try hard enough, which, you know, is like the title to my the book about my life, like Justin Moffat. I didn't try hard enough, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> just your that's just the story of your life, isn't it? That's gonna be a title of your book. I didn't try hard enough. Yeah, I'm trying now. I just I, I got a really late start. You know, better late than never. Yeah. And moving on, we at number five. We got keep Matt Damon saving Private Ryan. Oof. So the whole D-Day sequence is just nothing but Muppets. So I imagine that scene where um that guy got into a fight with the German dude that they let go earlier. <laughs> that was exactly what I was thinking. 
where he just stabs him really, really, really slowly in Muppet yeah. form, that would be very creepy. Godzilla or Gojira. Keep Godzilla, of course. The original Godzilla? The original movie. I could easily... That would be funny seeing, like, you know, a bunch of flaily arm puppets running down the street. Like, <laughs> That would be hilarious. I would like that. All right. All right. Watchmen. Keep uh, Rorschach just because I want to see. You want to see a Dr. Manhattan. You want to see a Dr. Manhattan penis in puppet form, don't you? Yes, I do. Jesus. Big old floppy Muppet dick. All right. Moving on to number two. This is where we apologize, folks. Schindler's List. Keith no. <laughs> no. I was wondering if you were going to put that one on there, and I'm kind of oh. regret that you oh. did. Jesus. Oh, trust me. There's going to be more horrible shit. Number one's worse? How Can is number... number No, that was number two. Yeah, that was number two. Presumably, number one is going to be worse. One, we're going to go to the honorable mention. The honorable mention is Jaws. Keep the shark. Mm-hmm. Not worse than Chin's list. Could be and worse number one at this crazy, insane list. Oh, the, uh, the human character in it is just some random guard in the city. Replace everything else with Muppets. Passion of the Christ. Oh. Ah. <laughs> I mean... That one's that one's gonna offend a lot of people. I think I would have a tougher time with the Schindler's List one, but uh, you know. So just one random Roman guard is a person, but everybody else is Muppet. So he's just Muppet. towering over everybody else, <laughs> including uh, Jesus. I, I have one that uh, that I've just pulled out of my ass that I would like to add to the list. Uh, Wipe it off first. It's a it's a uh, what? I said wipe it off first. Because it came out of my app. It's very, very clean. I just spend the whole day just enemas after enemas. Um, <laughs> nothing but water. Up there. Just warm water and occasionally coffee after Oprah. Uh, <laughs> coffee enemies, which is a rumor Jesus. I heard like 20 years ago and just can't let go of. Um, but my submission to this is a film that I once owned a... Uh, a, a very classy, well-shot, well-acted film. A real classic. San Fernando Jones and the Temple of Poon. Keep Ron Jeremy. Is it weird? That is actually... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I was actually thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> well, I was going to say any Ron Jeremy movie, but keep Ron Jeremy. I didn't. Spe- I didn't specify that one, but... I specified. I don't remember why I ever owned San Fernando Jones and the Temple of Poon, but but I did. And it starred Ron Jeremy in his quest to find um, um, the tightest cavern, if you will, uh, in the world. Did he succeed? Uh, he he, he watched the movie the whole way through. Yeah, he, he succeeded. He plundered it. Um, I remember distinctly thinking that doesn't look like the tightest one out there when I saw it. 
But uh, uh, <laughs> I have to work with what they got. I, okay, it was some some. Uh, I don't know. It was some famous porn lady, as famous as porn ladies get, anyways. But yeah, that's that's my submission of just Ron Jeremy, raw dog and puppets, dressed as Indiana Jones. Rog and raw and puppets. Yep. Uh, Micah, you got one, Dad. Well, to be honest, well, I was. More? Well, I remember I was the one that suggested Schindler's List. I just didn't think they were actually going to put it on the list on the air. So. How long have you known me? A while. Yeah, you shouldn't have said it out loud in front of Bob because he was gonna. <laughs> he was gonna. Sure. Say Bob it. doesn't know one not to repeat things. Yeah. So. So one of these episodes will eventually get us all in trouble with somebody, and uh, this might be the one. Well, at least we don't have to worry about demonetization because we're not monetized yet. Yeah. No, we are very unmonetized. We. Yeah. So. Uh, mm. Well, let's move on then, on to the next topic. Micah, Hmm. Justin mentioned that you're the local brewmaster. What does that mean? Oh, well, for my birthday. Well, what's that? My birthday was back in July. My wife got me a home brew kit, and I've just been kind of putting it off because I've just, no real reason to putting it off, but finally Thursday, yeah, Thursday. Broke it out, did the brewing, and currently it is sitting in my uh, garage fermenting at the moment. Because it has to be in a cool, dark place. And at the moment, the garage actually, surprisingly, is the coolest place in the house and also the darkest place in the house. So sitting on a cat carrier in the garage fermenting at the moment. So got to check on it tomorrow to see. Because I got to add a thing to it tomorrow. I got I to look at the instructions, but... So in about another let's see, week and a half, it'll be ready for bottling. But then I have to put the bottles in a warm, dark place for another two weeks so that the car, the uh, carbonation can start building up in it. So it's going to be a little while before I can actually taste it. But, I mean, it looks like beer, so I, didn't, I don't think I left that part up. It looks like the color of a beer would be. So we shall see. I mean, I followed all the instructions. My thing was like, I just hope I sanitized everything else well enough because otherwise it's going to eat up all the sugar and stuff that goes into the fermentation process if it's not sanitized. So, And it makes it undrinkable. But we shall see. So you're going to drink it live on air, right? Like your first tasting is going to be... My first bottle, yes. Okay, good. Yes. Once it is ready to go, I will. once I got it bottled and all that stuff, I will be drinking the first one on the air. Yeah, part of me is like, man, I don't want beer to be bad. But then another part of me is like, I want him to swallow, like, sewage water while we walk. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty much right there with you. I have a feeling it's going to be somewhere in the middle where it's drinkable but doesn't taste good. Because I'm pretty sure my first batch, I'm going to F it up. But it was pretty fun, so I'm probably going to do it again, you know, perfect it a little bit. Yeah, I've been watching people make mead on TikTok, and uh, now I desperately want to make mead because, you know, I jump from uh, uh, hobby to hobby. Um, so I, I, I want that to be my next one, I think. Mead is very good. I have had it before. It was at a, uh, I don't think I've had it. I, I probably, uh, uh, given my bloodline, I probably should have had it by now, but I haven't. Same thing with me. I mean, I'm pretty much, you know, 
I think meat is something Vikings usually drank too. So and look at me, but um, I had it at some random bar downtown, and it was really good, very very tasty, very sweet. I was not expecting it to be sweet. I'm not sure what I was expecting when I had it, but it was, it was very like sweet. A lot of honey in it, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, a lot of honey. So very sweet, very tasty. Got a little tipsy off of it, so. A little tipsy. A wee bit tipsy. Before we jump to our next topic with uh, uh, with no segue whatsoever, I had a brief thought. Uh, the wife and I finished a whole box of wine the other day. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, from that sprang one single thought. And I don't know... What made me have this thought? Have this thought, but I had the thought, and I was like, "I need to write that down and then say it out loud for other people to hear." And well, so, I had a drunk thought, and those are scary. Yeah, this one—I guess it could be scary—and it's—it's a question. On average, how much poop is being produced each moment globally? You say locally or globally? Globally. Oh, because well, even locally, that's a lot. Yeah, even locally, it's a lot. But I'm just, every second of every day, and I realize it'll, it'll vary, right? But if you if you measure every second of every day and then, you know, get your average, like, where are we going to land? How big of a ball of, of poop are we talking? You know, obviously, it's going to be bigger than a basketball. You know, it might be like, you know, it's going to be bigger than a car. Like... I've had that same thought. I've wondered before when I sit down to do my business, I'm like, I wonder how many other people across the planet are doing the exact same thing right now. I have wondered that. But I've also wondered the exact same thing when I do other random things, like I'm taking a piss right now. How many other people are taking a piss right now? I'm taking a shower. How many other people are taking a shower? Uh, I'm in the middle of relations with my wife. I wonder how many other people are in relations right now. If you combined all the moans from all the orgasms being had (laughs) globally right now, how loud would that sound be? Would it burst your eardrums? Probably. Like, where are we at? Please don't make orgasm noises. Nobody nobody needs your orgasm noises. Especially when your child is in the other room. That's, I mean... You can't, as a parent, having orgasms in the other room while your child is, like, in the house, that's just, that's how you have orgasms after you have children, is in the other room. Or, like, yeah, yeah, that's just, you know, (laughs) that's, I mean, I don't send them away every time my wife and I decide to be intimate with one another. They're still in the house, so... But Bob, okay, here, 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 here. to be honest, when you said I don't send them away, I my mind immediately went to that they're in the same room with you, which is kind of effed up. Well, I mean, they're like when they were babies and stuff. Like, well, yeah, they're babies. At least now they can kind of be like, like, oh, God, well, what, yeah, why like, is like doing that? A sleeping child, you know, if you're being quiet, who cares? You know. Anyways, parenting tips from Justin. Parenting tips from Justin. The parenting tip, as far as sex goes, from Justin is get it when you fucking can, because <laughs> these little fuckers, they'll they'll block you. They'll block you hard, bro. Like they're the, especially like the little one. Man, he is renowned for like waking up when we're in the middle of it. Like he senses it. He's just like, ah, oh, they're trying to make us a sister. Gotta gotta. Like he he. <laughs> 
That kid doesn't want a sister. Right. He doesn't. And we're not trying, but all of our loyal listeners, don't you worry. But uh yeah. Yeah, they'll 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 stop that business. Well, that's Can we please move on? No, no, we can't. Next we'll go to positioning and, and uh, uh thrust frequency with Justin. <laughs> I think that should be a separate podcast for you. <laughs> Can we on the Fat Old Nerds Podcast Network thrusting with Justin? No, I want it to be thrust frequency, and I want it to be all three of us, and we just we talk about our cadence. Like, no, I do it like. Well, me, I like to go. <laughs> and then every now and then, throwing like a little bit of. If you don't get the clap, it didn't count. Ah. Moving on. That went off the rails. The whole, the whole, this just episode's ruined. Let's start back over. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. Make a money. Well, guys, a fictional town that we all like is getting a new mayor. The mayor of Quahog is now Sam Elliott, who you may remember through his voice and mustache. Yes. Yeah. I have not seen the episode where he's on there, but I like Sam Elliott. I could picture him being just as weird as Adam West was on Family Guy. I could picture him being just as weird and kind of psychotic, so I'm I'm down for that. He's got that voice where everything he says sounds poignant. I'm still a little angry with him after I watched the man who killed Hitler and also the Bigfoot. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to watch Family Guy because he's there now. I haven't watched Family Guy in quite some time other than it came on the other night after I watched something on Hulu. Like, I watched something on Hulu. I think it was when we finished the, the box of, of wine. Uh, we watched something on Hulu and then it just kept playing. And uh, it ended up being Family Guy. So I watched some Family Guy the other night. Uh, but to say I watched it was more my wife and I had our drunken conversations while Family Guy was on in the in the background. But, uh, you know, interesting development, I guess. Um, Gotta replace him with somebody, I guess. He'll probably give advice and stuff. And it'll sound really meaningful because he's got that gravelly dark voice this is a terrible sam elliott impression i'm really regretting trying this oh fuck that is nowhere near what sam <laughs> i need to practice it i'm gonna practice the next episode i ain't coming with nothing other than a, a sam elliott impression you talk to it talk to us with your sam elliott voice the entire yeah. time just the whole time the whole fucking time okay. and then the episode after that i'm just gonna do this and i bullshit the whole fucking time Hey guys, let's talk about penises, and let's talk about thrust frequency, and let's talk about uh, uh, how much poop everybody can produce, and then uh, putting Muppets in Schindler's List because Bob is a terrible freaking person. (laughs) (laughs) What we're going to do, and this is not going to sound as bad because I'm talking like this, what we're going to do, we're going to take Bob, and we're going to strip him down. And we're going to put him in a gas chamber. Just like in Schindler's List. I'm going to see myself out now. Goodbye. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
What's the next topic at this point? Yeah, go somewhere else. Uh, well, we can talk about another TV show that we all kind of basically used to be into, but now are not. Okay. Uh, the Walking Dead is finally done. Very mm-hmm. about, Season about 11 is correct. Uh, I knew when we talked about talking about this, but now I don't know because I have forgotten and did not do my homework. I don't even you know who's left on the show anymore. I, I stopped watching. It just got repetitive. I mean, oh no, zombies. Oh no, another human. They survive differently than me. We must kill those other humans and then repeat the next season. That's pretty what Walking Dead was. I don't know. I think I think I've talked about this on the show, but I signed off after. Like I'm not usually usually even if a show's bad and I've read the books, usually I'll still watch it. And like even if I don't like the show, I'll just be like, let's see how this turns out. But there's two exceptions to that. One is the, uh, and I'm a little ashamed to say I liked these books. Uh, looking back, but at the. No, no. I read the. Uh, we've covered that multiple times. I got I got catfished by that first book, and then I I, I was angry at it for a while. But <laughs> no, uh, the books by Terry Goodkind, the, uh, the 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 Seeker of Truth saga or whatever the fuck he calls it. I can't even remember now. I used to like those books. One of the first fantasy books I ever read. And uh, they made a show called The Seeker, and um, I only watched one episode of it, and I was just aghast at everything I saw and how little they had really uh, paid any respect to the uh, source material, Um, which now, uh, looking back, it's like, yeah, the source material probably didn't deserve much respect. But anyways, so uh, that I was aghast at and couldn't watch. But The Walking Dead, Tyrese was was by far my favorite character and i was sad that he's you know he's a, spoiler alert but people die in the walking dead a lot uh, in the comics and in the show and so mm-hmm. tyrese is not in the comics for a super long time but uh i really really liked tyrese he was by far my favorite character and then he came in the show and like it's he finally showed up like fucking tyrese is finally coming and then he sucked ass and so- <laughs> And so when he died in like a very unspectacular, I think he died in like the back seat of a car or some shit, while somebody's yeah. being like, "Don't die, Tyrese. We don't want you to die. We want you to live." But like, he like he got bit and hallucinated the entire episode or something like yeah. that. Something fucking stupid. Yeah. But that that was where I signed off on The Walking Dead. I was like, you know what? You know what? Show hadn't been great in a while, and uh, fuck that. I'm out. And so I've been out ever since then. Uh, Literally the last episode I watched, and I only watched it because I was curious to see how they were going to do it, was when they introduced Negan. Oh, yeah. I was curious to see how they were going to handle his introduction on that show. Because when he was introduced in the comics, you know, spoiler alert, people, for the anybody that hasn't read the comics or seen the show, even though this happened years ago, he just flat up murdered Glenn in a very horrific way in the comics, and I was very curious to see how they were going to do that. When they initially did it to Abraham, I was like, okay, that was kind of unexpected, but he had to kill somebody. And then he up and murdered Glenn, and I was like, whoa. Wow, that was pretty brutal. (laughs) Um, I'll find you. Yeah. But it was, that was literally the last episode I watched, and I only sought that episode out just to see how they handled that. And I thought the guy they got to play Negan was a good actor. I thought they picked a very good actor to play him. 
Oh yeah, no, they casted him great. Like I was honestly like, mm, maybe I should go back, and then I didn't. I did watch that scene though, and I was like, yeah, they they casted Negan really well, and this that scene was done pretty well. And it was probably honestly one of the few points where it's like that death was better than the death that Abraham got in the comics. Yeah, it was kind of comics, in the comics. Yeah, yeah, in the comics, he's just like talking about like not loving that girl he's with or something like that, and then it's just like thunk, he gets an arrow through the eye, and he's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robert Kirkman had a tendency to kind of just kill people off in unspectacular ways. Yeah, including the comic itself. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I haven't, I mean, I probably need to finish the comic at some point, but, you know, it, comics um, are good too, I mean. I know, even the comic, like, once I got to the Whisperers, I was just like, ugh, I'm all right. I'm good. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Appreciate it. I do want to finish the boys, but, uh. That's that's the only comic that I'd really like to finish, and even I then, need to finish the boys in both aspects, the show and the comic. Yeah, I, the show from what I've seen so far is awesome. I don't care yeah. if they've driven, I don't care if they've gone off the source material. I think it's awesome. Oh yeah, no, they've gone way off the source material, but in some ways, it's honestly a little better. I don't, I'm I'm a little bit torn because like the comic has a lot of stuff that like Garth Ennis is a. Uh, 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 a terrible person. It seems like because uh, I read Frost. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I kind of regret doing that. Um, yeah, I did too. Yeah, don't don't read Crossed. If this is the first you're hearing about Crossed, don't go Google it. Don't do it. You're going to see a family get just... Uh, I, I don't even want to explain what happens to them. No. It's real bad. And that's coming from three terrible people. Well, Bob's not really weighing in, but just don't read Crossed. Something and bad happens to a dolphin too in that book, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like in the... It was like a webcomic... Yeah, that's. I only read the web comic, and I was still kind of like, "Oh my god." Yeah, I read. I read quite a lot of it. It was, you know, it was a darker period, but uh, yeah, but it, I don't remember what my original point was. Oh yeah, the boys. It's uh, uh, there's a lot of stuff in there that just like you don't need to see really, and it goes way too far in certain art circumstances just for the sake of being like shocking, and so I kind of like that the show is like. It keeps it shocking and it keeps it fucked up, but it kind of edits out some of the unnecessary stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I do want to finish the comic though, just so I can, because I made it, there's like 12 volumes and I read up till volume nine. And I don't think we're actually going to read the viewer email, but I remember we got or a listener email. We got a listener email that claimed I w- that we were sleeping on the boys and some other show. What was the other show that we were sleeping on? Umbrella, Umbrella Academy. Academy. Umbrella Academy. So I, want awesome. to, I want to address Mr. Listener directly. I think it was Sanchez. Wasn't it Sanchez? Yeah. I think so. Listen here, Sanchez. I read the boys about what was when did we read that shit? Like ten fucking years ago? It's been yeah. a long time. And then I was excited as shit when I heard the show was coming out. And when the show came out, I jumped on it right away. And I've loved the show the whole time. And in Umbrella Academy, I hadn't read that, but I've watched the show, and I love the show, and I got at least one of these. Well, no, y'all both watched a little bit of it. so I've watched all of it. Yeah, see? Beautiful, wonderful. It's a good show, right? So, mm-hmm, I ain't sleeping on shit, Sanchez. Fuck you. Yeah, Sanchez. Fuck you up. Did y'all, see the, did y'all see the Saturday Night Live skit? That was the scene where... Glenn dies, but it was Dave Chappelle. No. Yes. It was Dave Chappelle as Negan, but the people he was 
considering bashing the brains in were also Dave Chappelle, but in his characters from Chappelle show, when one of them like was a uh, was the crackhead Tyrone. <laughs> I remember seeing that. Yeah, that was a good skit. When you in my lot of work, when you're on your knees, people don't give you bubble gum; mm. they give you penis. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, moving on, moving on. Yeah, I wanted to talk about something called uh, Boss Rush. I believe it's a band. I thought it was a game at first. Something called Boss Rush? It's a band? Listen, I and uh, uh, I haven't seen this person in a long time, but uh, a person that Mike and I used to work with, uh, her and her husband are making music now, and... They, they call their duo Boss Rush. And uh, uh, I don't know. I'm real easy to turn into a fanboy when people I know are doing cool shit. And Same I've, listened, I've listened to their music. Uh, they recently released uh, two singles, uh, one called Happy Fucking Whatever and one called Why Bother. And uh, uh, it's It's good. I like the music they're producing. And so, in my opinion, people I know producing cool music qualifies as cool shit. Uh, so they have won me over as a fan. And uh, uh, Normally when people send you Facebook requests saying, hey, listen to my band at some skeezy-ass dive bar this Saturday, I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah. But when yeah. I heard this music, I was like, wow, actually, this is really good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very listenable, and I, I hope at some point... Uh, uh, if if you can edit a clip of the music into the show, Bob, that would be great. Uh, if you okay. can't, then uh, uh, Burn will give a brief pause for him to put a clip of the music. See, that was fucking good, right? Yeah, <laughs> it was very good. It's, yeah, so uh, and and like their the music video they made for Happy Fucking Whatever was uh pretty cool, um and uh, I really liked the aesthetic and they 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 featured the color orange a lot which uh, I don't know why I'm drawn to the color orange but I am and uh, so what they're doing is really neat and uh, they can be found on Facebook you can find them on Spotify uh, uh there's a bunch of other places too you have to go to their Facebook they got like a whole link tree where you can find all the different places to purchase the album which is also called happy fucking whatever uh you can go listen to it on spotify youtube all these other places but uh uh it's very good and they're doing a very good job and uh, uh i want i want them to know that should they happen to listen to this and uh, anybody else listening to this please go listen to boss rush because uh uh it's good shit very good shit yeah check and them out. we have posted it on our facebook so if you can't find their facebook presumably you can find our facebook if you google fat old nerds it's the first goddamn thing that comes up on Google. I've done it a bunch of times just because I'm like, hey, if you Google Fat Old Nerds, it comes up on Google. That's fine. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, go to our Facebook. You can find their thing. Then you can go to their Facebook and you can hit the like button. Then you can listen to their music and you be like, hey, it's good music. I like this in my ears. And, uh, yeah, so uh, good job, y'all. I like this in my ears. Is that what like you said? ears. Yeah. Well, where else are you going to put it? Where else can you put music, the, Mike? The, the phrasing you use. I like this in me ears. You said me ears like a British ears. person. You know? 
And I'll definitely insert some of the music in here. Yes, insert it. Let it penetrate you like the force. Yes. All right, moving on. Uh, how do you guys feel about the Fast and the Furious movies? I've seen the first one. That's about it. Extreme indifference. Like, really <laughs> aggressive indifference. That's about what mine was, too. I don't hate Vin Diesel as an actor or anything, but it's like, I just, those movies were not my thing. Yeah. I actually like Vin Diesel just for the pitch black. Uh, uh, like, yeah. uh, I liked pitch black. I didn't like Chronicles of Riddick. Pitch black yeah, was yeah, really Riddick. Good. That was the name of the character. Yeah. Pitch black was really good. Chronicles of Riddick was, <laughs> ooh. But, uh, <laughs> what was that noise? That was a, that was a drunk hiccup. <laughs> Is what that was. I'm only like I'm finishing the third beer, but it's eight percent alcohol, and uh, I'm a little bit eight. Oh, eight. No, it's not eighty percent. I I mean, I know you're slowly turning into a drunk, but goddamn, eighty percent alcohol, just chugging it. It's I'm still like on my worst week. We drink twice a week, but yes, we have drank more during the pandemic because there's nothing to fucking do. (laughs) I mean. Admittedly, I'm a week. I'm a weekend drunk too, so there's yeah, I've put on a bunch of weight. I've been drinking more. I've done, you know, I've done all the. There hasn't been any pregnancies, so you know, like no COVID babies. But uh, uh, good for you, I guess. We're still practicing. Nah, we. If, nah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, what I was gonna say real quick. Let's talk about this. Went off on some damn tangent. Fast and the Furious 9 is uh, under development, and it has been confirmed by some of the cast members that they are taking the team to space. To space? Are they going to steal space? So you got Fast and the Furious cars in space. As long as I see Chris Ludacris or whatever the... No, Ludacris... Chris Ludacris. As long as I see Ludacris... Christopherson... Kristen Vale. Skating across the sk- or, or the empty space, leaving fucking trail marks and drifting and going, woo! I will be f- perfectly fine with this movie. Are they? I mean, it, 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 it sounds so goddamn stupid. How are they going to end up in space? I don't know. <laughs> Jesus, that's just. I'm assuming The Rock has survived those movies and is going to be in this one too. I want to see him hit somebody with a rock bottom from space down to Earth. You know? And then Vin Diesel kicks out on the two count. You know? Rock Rock hits him with a rock bottom from space. Jason Statham makes the save at the last moment. Jason Statham comes in to do the count. And he's just like, one, two. And then he does that dramatic hold for the three. And then then Vin Diesel's like, man. And then hits him with a <laughs> or something. You know, it's weird. I'm, I've never seen any of those movies, so I don't know. But I do know that those three actors, Diesel, Statham, and Johnson, have some kind of weird clause in their contract stating they can never lose a fight. So I wonder how that works in a movie where all three of them are in it and have fought numerous times. Stalemates. Lots of stalemates, I would guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how, if I was a director and I'd be like, none of them can lose. I'll just make them all tie. Like, that's... All of them punch each other at the same time and knock each other out. (laughs) Exactly. It's a double knockout. Like, (laughs) oh, you technically didn't lose. You both just got your ass fucking beat. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. I have outsmarted you. 
Um, but honestly, I'm so disconnected from the Fast and Furious franchise because I am I don't know who their target audience is, but I'm not in it. And uh, like you could have told me this was Fast and the Furious 13. You could have told me this was Fast and the Furious 6. I'd have believed you. You could have told me they've been in space for the past four movies. I'd have believed you. <laughs> You could have told me that Vin Diesel became a dinosaur that struggled <laughs> in a car with his tiny T-Rex arms, but he he overcomes and finds himself in his new T-Rex body and, and learns how to drive a car very fast with his tiny or, T-Rex arms. Or Vin, Diesel, or Vin Diesel just becomes Groot in those movies and just starts doing all that stuff. You know? I bet Groot could probably drive. Maybe he's got them, like, he can do all that growy stuff. Maybe Groot just turns into a car. Oh, shit. There's a Groot. There you go. It's going to be Fast and Furious meets the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's how they end up in space. Oh, I'd be so angry. (laughs) Oh, I would watch that movie with a vent just, like, with hate in my heart. But I'd like just, I'd, I'd leave a knife sitting on my lap while I watch that movie, and I just sharpen. It. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, going on now to the next topic. Microsoft has acquired Zenimax, which means they get what Doom, Wolfenstein, and a couple other games. It's interesting that those are the ones you choose. Uh, I meant to look this those up. Those are the only two I remember from the article. The, the big thing about this, the big thing, the thing that made every gamer go, <gasps> is in this deal, they acquired Bethesda. And if anybody listening to this didn't know that, they just clutched their pearls and went, because that means motherfucking Microsoft now has Bethesda games as exclusives. Bethesda, like they make they make uh, the Elder Scrolls games. You know, they made like Knights of the Old Republic back in the day. Like Skyrim has been ported to like I can play Skyrim on my testicles. Like they have ported that shit. To everything. I can just sit here and bop my boys around and level to level 80 and go fight the Dark Knight or whatever the fuck his name is. It's a big fucking deal that they acquired Bethesda. The The rest of it is icing on the cake, but what gamers heard was Microsoft acquires Bethesda. And they collectively shit their pants, especially if they're fucking uh, PlayStation owners. Hmm. Or PlayStation fanboys or whatever. I'm I'm a I'm an Xbox owner, but I don't really uh I will not be participating in the war. I don't give a fuck. If somebody wants to give me a PlayStation, by God, send it my way. But uh yeah, I ain't got one at the moment. You know. That's a big fucking deal though, by God. That's that's a big that's a big grab for Xbox and uh having those exclusives uh, in this next round of the old console wars uh, uh, could make a big difference. Mm-hmm. Well, sticking with the game thing, then, I guess we're going to move on into that usual segment we call Borderlands 3. I, I mean, hey, guys, what you playing? Ah, well, actually, I downloaded a brand new game. I paid full price for it because, well, kind of had to. I was going to try and save this for Fat Old... 
was going to try and save this for Fat Old Fisticuffs, but I guess it fits better here. But I downloaded WWE 2K Battlegrounds for the Switch. Um, it plays... It does. It's not like previous uh, WWE 2K games, which I didn't play the last one. But from everything that I saw about it, it was a glitch-filled, unfinished horror show. And the graphics were not good. Um, the collision uh, detection and all that stuff was shit. Because when that's kind of important when you're playing a game that requires contact, like a wrestling game. Yeah, it's essentially a fighting game, and yeah. contact is kind of a big deal. Yeah, but 2K Battlegrounds is kind of fun. It's it's kind of hard to get used to the controls because it doesn't play like a regular wrestling game. It plays like an arcade game. Like they're very um, their proportions <laughs> are very exaggerated. The moves are very exaggerated. Like if Big Show is going to go for a choke slam, he didn't just go for a choke slam. No, he jumps in the air, spins around, and like slams him into the mat and all that stuff. So it's pretty fun. Um, takes a little bit of getting used to with the controls, but it's pretty fun. I like it. You know, not the best wrestling game out there in the world or best wrestling game ever, but still playable, enjoyable. I'd give it a download if you have a Switch. Yeah, I was just thinking the other day, like it's been a long time since I played a wrestling game, and especially like the ones that have the creative characters where you can create your own wrestler. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that shit. I fucking I love creating my own wrestler. Oh, and I do too. Basically, oh. giving him a move set that is just all finishers. Even <laughs> though, you know they they typically make it where like only your finisher does finisher damage, even if all your moves are finishers. But it just makes it look neat. You know, it's like oh, I stone cold stun him, and then I stone cold stun him, and then I stone cold stun him, and then a tombstone pile drive him. And then I stone cold stun him. Remember, I can't remember which game it was, but one of the games had to create a finisher also, where like, you would string together, like you would say, "Oh, this is the beginning of this move," and then you would select the next part of the move, and then select the next part of the move, and like all the selections of it make a finisher, and it was pretty cool. Can't remember what game it was from though, but you not only got to create a character, you got to create their finisher too. Yeah. That sounds fun, actually. I, I don't know. I need to get me a wrestling game. I, w- I want to wait till like a really good one comes out because I heard about that that one that was an absolute shit show, and apparently it was almost unplayable with like the 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 what just I saw, yeah fucking like, even the patches up. even the patches they released for it didn't really fix much. Yeah, so yeah even it, the graphics were like PS2 era looking. It was just not good. That's bad. Was that all you've been playing? Just the old wrestling game? Pretty much. What about you, Bob? You got any? What you playing? I I made it to level thirty nine on Pokemon. Hot oh, damn! So yeah. I think you, I think you had made it to level thirty nine the last time we talked. So, and and for the next like ten episodes, it's gonna be like I'm still level thirty nine on Pokemon because it takes like a fucking year to goddamn get to level forty. So uh, have fun with that. I really haven't. I've still got it on my phone, but I haven't really touched it lately. I'm uh, just uh, you know. I'm a bad Pokemoner. But uh, for my what you playing, I guess we'll start off with the obvious, because there was a new DLC called uh, uh, Psycho Krieg and the Fantastic Fuster Cluck for Borderlands Three. Oh my God! I'm surprised you're still playing that game. Nobody <laughs> surprised. Nobody's tired of hearing about Borderlands Three. Nobody. Everybody that listens is just like, my God. I hope he talks about Borderlands 3. Well, uh, the new DLC came out. 
Um, I'm not super duper duper far into it. I really don't know how long it is. Uh, I've done two boss fights, and uh, so far it has been fantastic. Um, I had to turn it down from Mayhem 10 because uh, one specific boss was just pushing my shit all the way in and then grabbing me by the neck and asking me if I enjoyed it and then forcing me to answer that, yes, I was enjoying it very much. And so uh, so I had to turn it down from Mayhem 10, and I just went ahead and kicked it all the way down to Mayhem 6 just so I could get past that boss. Um, and that's really about as far as I've gotten. Um, and the reason for that is... Supergiant Games, which I've talked about previously, they made Bastion, they made the, uh, the I think I talked about it on the last What You Playing, I bought a game from them called Transistor that's, that's uh, pretty damn good, um, but they make really good games. They released a game on the Switch called Hades, and uh, uh, I think it's on, I think it's normally 25 bucks, I paid 20 for it, I think it was on sale, like as like a, you know, game just got released type deal on Switch, I think it's been out on PC for a little bit, Um but it is a roguelike, and you play as uh, Zagreus, which is uh, the son of Hades. Um, from what I read, he's only mentioned in, like, one poem uh, dealing with Sisyphus or something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's the son of Hades. And Hades, unsurprisingly, is the uh, lord of the underworld, is not super nice. And so he's very mean to his son. And so the whole premise of the game is that you're trying to escape his realm, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a roguelike, meaning it's uh, uh, you know randomly generated. Like you, you go in, you kill a bunch of stuff, you move on to the next room, um, and then eventually you get you get to a point where you die. When you die, you go all the way back to Hades' house, right? And uh, they've just they've done it so super freaking well. Where like uh, things change every time you come back, and you know you can level certain things up to get a little stronger, so you can make it a little farther next time. You start out like trying to fight your way out of Tartarus, and then uh, I've made it to the point where like I've fought my way out of Tartarus. I've gotten past the first boss a bunch of times, um, and the and uh, I'll touch on that more here in a minute. But uh. Uh, and then you move on to the next place, which I won't spoil for anybody that wants to go buy it, because you should go buy it, because it is a fucking fantastic game. Uh, there's a bunch of different weapons. Uh, I say a bunch of different. I think there's six different weapons. They all change how you fight. Um, when you're fighting through, you get boons from different Greek gods, right? So that will change how your weapons behave. So each playthrough, you your fighting style will be different based on which, which boon you've gotten and which weapon you're using and stuff like that. Uh, you've got like a, a magic thing that you can use and that'll change based on which boons you have. Um, and like even the, the first boss changes up a little bit, right? Like it'll be somebody different every now and then. And uh, the way they've done that is super, super clever. And so the furthest I've gotten so far is the second boss. But uh, I am I am very much uh, into this game, uh, loving my time with it. And uh, we'll be continuing to play it because... Uh, Hades is a fantastic game. Uh, past that, I've also been playing... There's a game called Among Us that has uh, really gained some steam on uh, the internet, right? So I was like, ah, I'm going to go check it out because it's free. You can get it on your phone. I think it's on PC too. I don't know. But I know for a fact it's free on your phone. And the uh, whole premise of that game, uh, you there's like up to 10 players. Yeah, I've seen this thing. All, I see this thing all over on Facebook. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. It's like 
one to three people, depending on which you choose to play, will be an imposter. And that imposter is trying to, like, kill everybody else without being found out as the imposter. And so, like, every time a dead body is discovered, like, you report it. And then, like, everybody has a meeting. And then you discuss who you think it is. And, like, if you're the imposter, you can be like, well, I saw, you know, blue coming out of that room while right before the body was was found and so like you can try to like bullshit your way into getting people to to vote other people off and so like they can vote somebody off and them not being the imposter and so they essentially kill somebody for you without you having to murder them and so uh yeah i see why it gained some steam i think it actually came out in 2018 is what i read um and it's just now really really getting popular but uh uh it's free so go check it out because it's uh it's pretty neat i don't know if i'll be playing it for a really long time or anything like that but uh i'm enjoying my time with it now and that's all i got on the what you play well all right moving right right along then uh micah you suck at a lot of things in life Mm -hmm. and you just added one more to the list what was it apparently axe throwing which you would think i'd be good at i wouldn't Uh, think and live in a town called Calera, Alabama. And there's a drugstore called Colworts Drugs, which has been open with the same name for 100 years, apparently. And they had a celebration where win prizes and get food and all sorts of stuff. And they had an axe-throwing thing from, uh, I forgot the name of the company, Birmingham Axe or something weird. I can't remember the name of the company. Um, where you were, you know throwing axes and my wife made a dead on bullseye second attempt and there's a technique to throwing an axe you don't just chunk it at the thing there's like a certain technique to throw it i just could not get the technique down it took me like eight tries to just hit the board but when i did hit it i hit it bullseye it took me about 12 tries but i did it i'm just not I mean, you would think i'd be good at it but no i'm just not i don't it truly did not surprise me that you're bad at it what surprised me was that you didn't manage to like bounce it off and then murder somebody. Oh, <laughs> surprised too, but there were a lot of people who were bouncing it off, and that those axes were flying all over the place in some instances. And I'm like, somebody's going to get hurt. And then I'm like, oh, right, they made us sign a thing before we did this, so we can't sue them. Because <laughs> it's like, intentional destruction that's not really your forte i'm not saying you're terrible at intentional destruction but what you're really great at what you are a master at what Mm -hmm. you teach the world how to truly succeed at is unintentional destruction really fucking shit up without meaning to by god you're a savant and And the fact that none of those axes bounced off and hit somebody's kid in their skull is really, truly shocking to me. And uh, 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 I'm, I'm honestly, part of me is like, is he telling us the whole story? Did somebody die? Like, I should probably go Google it. Like, you know. The, the video I showed y'all was my entire attempt at doing that. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go Google incidental axe murder. Oh God! And uh, honestly, I'm just gonna Google incidental axe murder <laughs> just anyway, to see what comes up, <laughs> just to see what that gets, um, and just see you know if there's another terrible video of somebody dying that I need to. See. <laughs> I'm uh, sure there is. 
it's I've seen a lot of of terrible videos of somebody dying, and uh, I, I wish I'd quit watching them. Uh, I just saw another one the other night, so uh, uh, can't say that I've fully quit. Uh, somebody got, I think it's an old one too. Somebody got caught in like a textile spinning, and it just it spun him for like three and a half minutes. His legs just kept slapping the ground and slapping the ground, and it was. I don't recommend it. Don't go try to find it. It wasn't I good. I really don't want to watch a lot of videos of people getting killed. You I don't, sick fuck. You sick fuck. What is wrong with you? I don't know. You sick well, fuck. Well, see, it started as like, can I take it, right? Like, honestly, I remember the video that, that kicked it off. It was, uh, and I'm sure a lot of people remember this. It was the Nicholas Berg video of him getting beheaded. And everybody was talking about it. And it was like, oh, that sounds really fucking bad. But I wonder if I can take it. Turned out I could. Didn't like it, but turned out I could take it. And so I was like, oh, what else is out there? And the answer <laughs> to that, if you haven't gone down this particular rabbit hole, is a lot. <laughs> there's a lot out there. and I've Really, got a there's a lot of fucked up videos on the internet. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah, you know, I know, I realize this is is catching people off guard, and they're like, "What? I thought it was just kitties and boobies," but nope. There's also lots of murder. Um, How many of those videos involve boobies that you watched? Uh, I don't. I, I in nope. I intentionally anything that uh, uh I don't like that particular road, and I think we all know which road I'm I'm talking like snuff, and I don't. Uh, even even at my most fucked up, that was a road I was not going to travel. You, uh, so you don't want to watch a snuff film. You just rather watch just people getting killed on security footage. I mean, yeah, it's been mostly that or like war stuff or uh, you know some of the terrorist videos and shit like that. But yeah, I don't want to watch a snuff film. Like you're you said, filling, like, you're just basically you're just basically filling your god hole with violent videos just to feel something. Now, aren't you? I I don't know that I have a god hole. Thank you very much. I don't I don't think I have a god hole. If I have a god hole, it's been filled with family, and uh, <laughs> and, and and he can go fill somebody else's hole. Uh, uh, I guess that's you know the force penetrating you again. Um, I'm never <laughs> away from that. The force penetrates you, and everybody should remember it. Um, it does. Anyways, but I've gotten a lot better about not intentionally seeking that stuff out, but every now and then, just because of, I guess, my interest, one finds me, because I still watch videos of like people getting hurt sometimes, because I'm just, I don't know what's wrong with me, but something is. And, when but, you say uh, hurt, what do you mean? You mean like fail blog videos, or like somebody no, getting axed through the thigh? No, on, on Reddit, there's, uh, there's subreddits, like uh, specifically hold my feeding tube, and uh, had to hurt. And, you know, there's a bunch of different subreddits I'm a part of, but those are two of them. And so, you know, every now and then something will come up. And sometimes it's just funny. It's like, okay, he fell down in an awkward way. And then other times it's, you know, somebody getting run over by a car. And, uh, uh, yeah. But, like I said, I've, I've, been, I've, I've made a effort to not intentionally seek that stuff out anymore. And I remember, uh, and uh, uh, if you're a sick fuck, you're about to get something to Google, I guess, unless you've already seen it. Um, the video that really, I was like, you know what? I have to stop this. And admittedly, I haven't completely stopped, but I stopped seeking it out 
and the really, really bad shit I don't watch anymore. And I remember the video that made me stop. One lunatic, one ice pick. I'm assuming it's real. I haven't checked for myself because I said, you know what? I listened to the description of it, and the description involves uh, murder, uh, dismemberment, necrophilia, all kind of bad stuff. Jesus. And so, uh, at you know, this was this was before before my wife, before my family, before this reformed form that uh, uh, lays. Yeah, this is this is the reformed form. This is the better Justin. This is the better person that I have. It's sad but true. You know, it's uh, you know, this is the reformed form of you, and that's just Bob. One lunatic, one ice pick. I don't know if it's actually real. I haven't watched it because I read the description of it and was like, you know what, I'm done. I think that's far enough. I've proved I can watch it and I can just, I can I can you know view it and be okay and sleep at night and stuff like that. I don't know why I needed to prove that to myself, but I, I guess I needed to, and then I did, and then I came across one lunatic, one ice pick, and I was like, you know what? For the first time ever, not gonna hit play, bruh. And uh, I don't remember how we got onto murder videos, but. Uh, Guess that's all I've got to say about whatever led us here. <laughs> here. What was the topic? I don't know. Oh, I have axe literally throwing. No axe throwing, yeah. See that that that's rats. I've seen somebody die by an axe. I bet you have. I have. Oh, we're, we're we're gonna turn to to a more serious note. Oh fuck. As you know, we're we're not a political podcast. A recent, we're, we're, for because of a recent utterance by the current Dick in command, said that that he doesn't know if there will be a trans a peaceful transition of power if he doesn't win the election. He he sees it as a continuation. Like no matter what it says, I'm still here. Which is why I want us to emphasize to our listeners to fucking vote. It's true. Yeah, and I almost I I kind of tried to talk you out of this this topic just because I have a tendency to get angry uh, when I'm talking about him. Like my uh, uh, I just I, especially you know I've been drinking. I'm gonna try to stay calm. Um, but every time, like even even my mother, who you know I love my mom. And uh, she's a Republican, although she is not a Trump supporter. She does not like him. She feels he is a very bad man. And I've never been so proud of my mom as when she admitted that she thought he was a terrible person and that the uh, uh, they're, they're making a mistake letting this dude uh, run the Republican Party. But um, I, I tend to get a little heated every now and then uh, talking with her. I'm, I'm not screaming at my mom or nothing like that. But just, you know, I get that trembly voice and I get a little passionate with my speeches and stuff like that because I'm talking to my mom, you know. So it's like I can I can give my full breadth of my views and stuff like that. I just especially now that I am a dad, uh, I have just never been so goddamn worried for where we're fucking headed 
as I have been with this motherfucker in office, and I swear to fucking God his presidency has taken so many years off my life and probably years off of everybody else's life just for, you know, the the, the, the policy. Because, uh, you know, he's, I mean, hell, 200,000 Americans are fucking dead because our response to COVID has been trashed. And this fucking piece of shit is going to have the balls to say, like, oh, we're going to see if it's a legitimate election. And then we're stacking the goddamn fucking Supreme Court because you know that that, that lady that he uh, nominated for the Supreme Court's going to get fucking approved, right? Because they're fucking hypocrites, right? When, it, when it's Obama in office, oh, the election's close by, so let's wait until the voters have had their say, and then we'll confirm a justice. And Lindsey Graham's like, you can use my words against me. If in 20, you know, if we get a new Republican president in 2016, and then at the end of his term, there's a opening, we should wait until after. You can use my words against me. And now he's like, I forgot what I said, even though my daddy's supposed to be this... I told you you were going to get me ranting. I told you you were going to get me ranting. I fucking told you you were going to get me ranting, motherfucker. That's why we avoid politics on this, because Justin goes off into a rant. Because I'm going to go on a fucking political rant. God fucking damn it. But, uh... Calm down and think of murder videos like you were a minute ago. I was kind of hoping we could talk about voting, but okay. Yes. Yes, it's important to vote. Please go fucking vote. Regardless, I mean, honestly, I mean, regardless of who you're going to vote for, if you don't vote, you can't bitch about it. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but... And I think it's been no secret I was a Bernie Sanders supporter. And I still wish, like, there was talk about about Biden and Trump debating on Joe Rogan's podcast, which I don't think is going to happen. No. But uh, that that thought scared me a little bit because Joe Biden is a gas machine and fucking Trump is Teflon, right? It doesn't matter. Like, he could get on the air and just be like, oh, I, I, you know, I, I don't fucking know. Like, anything he says. Anything he says is going to bounce right off him. His fucking followers do not care. He can do literally whatever he wants from from murder to, you know, his admitted sexual fucking. Why did y'all get me on politics? I didn't. Bob did. Bob's the dipshit that's like, oh, we don't normally do politics on this podcast, but I'm going to bring up politics on the podcast because I'm Bob and I'm a dipshit. My heart's desire <laughs> is, is for Bernie Sanders. Shh. My heart's desire is for Bernie Sanders to get a hold of Donald Trump for four hours or three hours or however long they give him on Joe Rogan's podcast with Joe Rogan in the background just being like, ooh, high as fuck. That's crazy, dog. Like, uh, I would love that. Joe Biden scares me a little bit. Anyways, I just the only other thing I'll say, I Biden was like my sixth choice, seventh choice. I don't even fucking remember where he fell. I, I like Joe Biden well enough. He's. You know, he's not uh, uh, the progressive I want. He's creepy as hell. That's all I have to say. He's creepy. But he please. sniffing people, apparently. You know, I mean, some people smell good. But just please go, go fucking vote for him. I understand if you're a Bernie supporter or, or, or anybody else, if you're upset and you're angry. And Super Tuesday really, really ruined my week. The way everything just fell into place and we watched Bernie Sanders' hopes just crash on the rocks of of the DNC. Um, but you know what? Even knowing that and knowing how fucked up the DNC can be and that the, the Democratic Party is not perfect at all, uh, what they're not 
is as fucking dangerous to our democracy as this motherfucker named Donald fucking Trump is. And I do not want to raise my children in a goddamn apocalyptic hellscape where I'm having to be a fucking mountain man killing people with a goddamn hatchet with the word diversity fucking written on it with my little stab gnomes with me and my goddamn tree witch wife behind me singing fucking songs to inspire the fucking party while I murder goddamn fascists. I don't want to have to do that. I fucking will, but I don't want to fucking have to. I just want my kids to go to school and do normal shit. I want them to be places and shit like I fucking used to before we let a fucking pandemic supercars our fucking nation and kill two hundred fucking thousand people. Two hundred fucking thousand people. Please go vote. Can that can that please be your Halloween costume this year? Um, murder I, murder gnomes and tree witch wife. Yeah, um, uh, which you know, my wife is she's spooky, um, so she'd be a tree witch, but uh, and I love her for that. But um, uh, no, I think uh, for Halloween this year we are going uh, uh, as uh, various characters from Bendy and the Ink Machine. Um, oh, no. out. Yeah, so uh, I believe that's what we're doing. Um, we gotta we gotta put together those cosplays. So uh, if it turns out good, maybe I'll post a picture on the uh, Federal Nerd Podcast. We'll see here on the the Facebook whatever. Shit. Get me off politics. See, that, just, how about we move on to another subject, Bob? Just, nice, just, 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 go just, vote, damn it. Yeah, just go if vote. Register to vote. Go register to vote. How about yeah. we move on to Fatal Fisticuffs? Moving on. Justin, yes. it'll, this, yeah, this just, will get let's, your let's, let's, do fa- let's do Fatal Fisticuffs. I like just talking about, about where, Where's that thing? Michael, where's that uh, thing? I'm not ringing the bell. Brianna's asleep right now, so she has to work at 5 a.m. So I'm not going to ring the bell right now because that would be very rude. ding a ling a ling a ding you were going, oh, my name's Bob, and I just said, we don't do politics on this podcast. With the way your head is shaped and your beard, you, you would make an excellent Old West prospector. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I would. But, um... On the fat old, so I have a little bit of sad news. Starting off, fat old fisticuffs. Earlier this week, we learned that um, Road Warrior Animal of the legendary Road Warrior tag team and Legion of Doom passed away earlier this week at the age of sixty. Which the older you get, the more you realize some of these older ages aren't that old. Um, I think most of our parents are over sixty, are they not? Uh, my dad just I hit it. Are- like last yeah. year, yeah. So, uh, did not say how he died, um, but it was said apparently it was of natural causes, which was very sad. It was one of my favorite tag teams growing up because the Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal, they were they were scary. They were like you. They would the way they would beat up jobbers was kind of unsafe a lot of times, but they didn't actually ever hurt anybody, which was kind of weird. It was just, they would just beat the piss out of people like they're supposed to. Usually with just jobbers. It wasn't like they were difficult to work with when it came to, like, actual other, like, bigger names, but when they're gonna go, when they're gonna beat up a jobber, they're gonna smash the shit out of a jobber, and it's pretty, it was pretty awesome. One of my favorite tag teams growing up, and I was very sad to hear that he had passed away. Uh, Road Warrior Hawk passed away in 2003, I think. So, and that's been a minute. Yeah, that was one of the tag teams that, like, uh, man, like young Justin got pumped to see those dudes come out because I really believed, like, 
those were some guys that sold me on the fact that, like, yeah, these are some of the baddest people on the planet. These guys can kick anybody's ass. And, like, with their, you know, football pads with spikes on it and painted faces and and gigantic chemically enhanced bodies, like, I believed it, man. Mm -hmm. And uh, they entertained the shit out of me. And and knowing that both those guys are gone is uh, uh, very sad. But, uh... Older you get, the more of your heroes pass away. It's kind of sad. And fucking wrestling, man. I guess, like, you know, the steroids and and the schedule and the lifestyle, it's just, there's so many of those. They they just, they die young, dude. I don't like it. They really do. I can name about 30 wrestlers off the top of my head who have died under the age of 40, and it's really sad. But Yeah, please don't. I'm not. I wasn't going to. But there was another topic that we want to discuss. I'm going to lead into what brought this topic up because on, on a WWE Monday night raw, there is a segment called raw underground. And the best way I can describe it is a couple weeks ago, actually about a month or so ago on raw Shane McMahon was going to announce there was something big coming to raw and it was called raw underground, which is basically and first off, Shane McMahon's a big UFC fan. Back in the day, Shane McMahon tried to convince or persuade Vince McMahon to purchase the UFC, which I think would have been a bad purchase for Vince McMahon because the hell, Justin? Oh, with its stegosaurus. I just sat on it. It hurt. <laughs> but anyway, it would have been a bad purchase at the time because I don't think Vince McMahon would know have known what to do with the UFC. If, if something exists outside of the bubble of WWE, he, he's aware of it. He just doesn't care about it. He's aware that all these other promotions like AEW and Ring of Honor, all that exist. He just doesn't care. Anyway, so Raw Underground is it literally like they take the ring ropes and the post off of a wrestling ring, put a big tarp over it in a warehouse, a bunch of other guys surrounding the ring like a fight club, and these guys are doing like, not pro wrestling matches, but trying to make it look like a legitimate fight, which it's hard to make a fight like an MMA shoot fight. It's hard to work a fight like that and make it look realistic. It, it doesn't really work. You know, pro wrestling is such a performance-based thing, you know, and MMA is, you know, not. And I know there's... Especially now that we've seen so many real fights, like... yeah. Like, if you had sold it to me when I was a kid, before I'd have seen all these real fights, I'd have been like, oh, shit, they're really fighting. Yeah. It's like, I know what a real fight looks like. Like, I've seen a bunch of them. But it it did kind of get me thinking. um, There's obviously been some transition between MMA and pro wrestling. A little bit. Like, for example, uh, the most famous examples I can think of from the MMA world that has successfully transferred over to Pro wrestling or Dan Severn, he had a pretty good career in pro wrestling, and Ken Shamrock was another one. They both did pretty well. Um, Ronda Rousey is another one, obviously. Her career was kind of, her pro wrestling career was kind of, they shoved her out there too soon, I think. She did all, she did pretty good. But I don't think she had enough time to actually get the finer points of pro wrestling. Like, it's more than just, stringing together a bunch of moves. But you know, her her debut match was her and it was her and Kurt Angle against Triple H and Stephanie McMahon at WrestleMania and she did pretty good, but obviously Kurt Angle and Triple H carried most of that match, which yeah. you know. 
And I don't think she was very good at thinking on the fly. I think she had to have her matches very much structured out step by step. You know, you couldn't expect her to go out there and just come up with a match off the top of her head. Yeah. But it did get me thinking. You know, I had a list of MMA fighters who I think could transition to pro wrestling pretty well. I don't know if Justin has a list or if our lists are pretty similar. I meant to make one. I meant to. I don't have one. I feel like I can pull one out of my ass, though. But, yeah, what? Yeah, I feel like our lists are going to be super similar, actually. Well, I just have five off that I wrote down that I thought would make that would make the transition very well. And the top of that list is Chael Sonnen. Yeah. Because... Yeah, because for one, he is a fan of pro wrestling. He has he's been on Chris Jericho's podcast numerous times. You know, he does have a respect for pro wrestling. He's a fan of it. And I honestly thought, you know, if if he was like what was he's in his forties now, isn't he? Thereabouts. Yeah. If he was about ten years younger, I think he could have made that transition well. What's funny is that I wasn't even that big of a Chael Sonnen fan at first. I didn't hate him, I didn't like him. But when he had his, you know, his fight leading up to Anderson Silva and all the trash talking that he did and then backed it up for five rounds, you know, he beat his ass for five rounds and then he got caught, which happens. I was like, okay, I'm a big fan. I'm a fan of his now. And he don't need promo classes. He can talk. That's That's a lot. That's something that a lot of MMA guys can't do very well is talk. There are very few elite level promos and interviewers in the MMA world. And he's one of them. No, he's not boring. You know, he could sell a fight very well. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Sure. Yeah. Chael was the first one that sprung to mind when you, when you mentioned this, just cause like Chael talks next level shit. Like he had, like even like when he stepped in to fight John Jones last minute, like if you're looking at that, just, mathematically or whatever like you want to call it analytically right we all knew that Chael Sonnen did not stand a chance in that fight like his best thing is his wrestling and you're not going to out wrestle John Jones most people are not going to out wrestle John Jones mm-hmm. fucking Daniel Cormier Olympic level wrestler did not out out wrestle John Jones but Chael Sonnen talked so much shit that I was so pumped to see that fight. He mm-hmm. never stood a chance. He got his ass beat, but he talked his way into that being a bigger selling fight than I can't even tell you who John Jones was supposed to fight in that fight. I don't remember. I just remember Chael Sonnen stepping in last minute, talking mad shit and selling the shit out of that fight. So yes, if Chael Sonnen stepped into a ring, I would be super interested, even as disconnected from wrestling as I am at the moment. I'd fucking tune in. You know, also the also another caveat with this is I think you need to give these guys at least three to six months of training for pro wrestling because it's a lot different than MMA. But yeah. you know, they can they they can get it. I mean, running the ropes is the hardest thing to you know to learn. It's not as easy as it looks. Learning running the ropes, ropes, ropes is the hardest thing. Say what? Running the ropes is the hardest thing. You know, I don't know if a lot of listeners knew this, but I did dabble in pro wrestling for a few years, mm-hmm. and it can be if you don't hit those ropes right, you your ass could like go through the middle of it and you can fall out. There's a technique to actually running it, turning, hitting it, and making sure you're not just going to go over the top of it. 
So there is a technique to it. It's a little, it's more difficult than you would think. Well, no, I'd say no part of me thinks like, oh yeah, totally wrestling would be easy. No part of me thinks that. I think it would be hard, very, very hard to learn how to do it correctly. But running the ropes never would have occurred to me as something that would have been difficult. Like if you'd have been like, what's one wrestling skill that you can jump right in the ring and do correctly? I'd, I'd probably be like running the ropes. I, I think I could probably run the ropes. Maybe. And, but I, I guess not. I don't know. I'm pretty good at falling down. So maybe I just, <laughs> I could do that pretty good. But, but um, another name on that list was actually a name that you had mentioned. Um, Daniel Cormier. Um. Yeah. Another fan of pro wrestling. I remember hearing an interview that he did that he used to grow up watching pro wrestling with his grandmother, I believe. And he's a fan of pro wrestling. He's also a uh, you know a wrestler, obviously Olympic level wrestler. He's pretty good at talking. I don't think that's his strongest selling point, really. But you know, and he also had a he also showed an interest in actually getting in pro wrestling at one point. Like he was interested in it. I don't know if that would necessarily happen, but I think he'd be another person that can do pretty well in it. Yeah, Daniel Cormier, is, he does not look it like if you look at him, he looks like he belongs on this podcast. But <laughs> Daniel Cormier is an athlete. And mm-hmm. so literally like like that dude, and he's got a championship mentality, right? And yeah. those dudes with that that crazy, psychotic, put everything into everything they do mentality, they're good at stuff. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just a fact. And so, yeah, Daniel Cormier, if he said to himself, oh, yeah, I'm going to go do pro wrestling now. If he got the, the training, which is just kind of an unspoken, I feel like you got to, you know, you any any job, especially they, one like that, you're going to need They kind of have to learn to not take people's heads off when they throw a punch, because that's <laughs> not the point. Yeah, they might wrestle a little stiff. But, yeah, yeah Daniel Cormier, like, he's not going to be the best on the mic. But he's going to be solid enough, and his matches. I feel like, like it, like Kane Velasquez when he started wrestling. Like uh, some of the shit he did as as such a big dude, mm-hmm. it's impressive. And I yeah. feel like Daniel Cormier would be in the same boat. Like he would do shit that a person of his size you would not expect them to be able to do because he's a fucking athlete. Another one on the list was actually someone that you also mentioned, John Jones. I believe would make a good transition to it. Not sure what his views on our pro wrestling. I have no idea if he's a fan of it or not, but he's one of those guys who's a, a freak athlete that I think if you give him a cricket bat in 20 minutes, he'd probably not learn how to play cricket. So I think he, he'd probably do pretty... And he's pretty good talking. He's a pretty good talker, too. He's pretty good at at trash talking. Yep. Yeah, he's uh, he's decent at the trash talking, like you said. Amazing athlete. I hate his guts. I hate John Jones. Every chance I get, I'm gonna remind people I don't like John Jones as a person, on a personal level. Find him repulsive, but he's a great athlete. He's a great fighter, and he'd be a great wrestler. Uh, another lame on that list. Um, even though he's retired from MMA, for the most part, he's retired. Uh, Tito Ortiz, I think, would make a transition to it. I know that. At, in the earlier days of TNA wrestling, he was involved with them a little bit, not in a wrestling capacity, but he was involved with them a little bit. Uh, obviously he's one of those elite level talkers and trash talkers and interviewers, interviewees, I should say. And I don't think he would have any issue learning that aspect of it. And also he's a very good athlete as well. And he's just, he, he's what Vince McMahon would look for as far as a showman goes. He has showmanship. He's good at,
getting people to hate him. He was very good at getting people to hate him. Very good. Very, very good. I hated Tito when I was supposed to. Honestly, I didn't like Tito Ortiz until he was on The Ultimate Fighter, and it became clear that he was a very good, nurturing coach. And I was like, okay, this dude cares about his students. Like, Tito Ortiz, as a coach, like, he he gives a shit about the people that he is coaching. And it mm-hmm. was very fucking clear. And uh, that, that was the same season with Shamrock, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was the Shamrock. Shamrock was a terrible coach. Yeah, Shamrock was trash as a coach, but Tito Ortiz was a fucking fantastic coach, and then he beat Shamrock's ass. Um, so yeah, that that season really worked out for Tito because that's where I gained a lot more. Like I already knew Tito was a good fighter and stuff. Like I respected him and respected him as much as I respect any like good fighter. But like after that season, I was like, okay, like he's playing a character a lot of the time. Like he might kind of really be a piece of shit. You know, like it's it's unclear where the line really is, but as a coach, he is fantastic. Another one that I had on my list. Um, only thing I could see, I don't know what his views or if he is a pro wrestling fan or not. The only thing that would probably be a disadvantage for him would be his size. Would be Conor McGregor, uh, another elite level talker. I mean, I cannot stand Conor McGregor. I am in the minority. Of people who hate Conor McGregor, I don't like him I'm at all. I, I he's a he's a great fighter, but anytime he loses, I am ecstatic when he loses, very ecstatic. But he's good at playing a bad guy too. Um, he's also a very good athlete as well. Only problem is he's. I mean, what what weight class is he in? Light, lightweight. He's fought at lightweight and uh, at uh, welterweight, and that's between one fifty and one seventy. 155 and 170. Okay. So I guess his walking around weight would probably be like 190, maybe 180. I don't know if he takes that much, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's a decent sized dude. Like I mean, he's just, considered... he's not, he's just not tall, but he, he's a pretty decent sized guy. I don't think he, if he were to go to WWE, he couldn't be like in the cruiserweight division. That would be a massive waste for him. If they put him in, in the cruiserweight division, because I have a thing called, uh, used to have a thing called 205 Live, which was their version of the Cruiserweights, which, you know, I like Cruiserweight wrestling. WWE doesn't know how to handle Cruiserweight wrestling like WCW did, but they couldn't put him on there. He would fit very well with those people, but no, if you're going to put him in WWE, he'd be on Raw having to fight the biggest guys there because he's Conor McGregor, but I think he would make that transition very well. Yeah, I mean, they've proven, like, Daniel Bryan was small. And he was yeah. huge for a while as far as, like, being over the fans. So, I mean, they can they can sell that. Like, oh, it, that, like, would be, that would be probably the fight I'd want. That'd probably be the match I'd want to see is Daniel Bryan and Conor McGregor in a pro wrestling match. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd want to see that. That would be amazing. That'd be a lot of but fun. He's good. He's, he's, he's a talker very, very much. Yeah, yeah, Daniel Bryan was, like, even not, like, I wasn't even really watching and I was aware of Daniel Bryan and kind of cheering for Daniel Bryan just because he was, he was a great heel anytime I tuned in, like, mm-hmm. I was like, I hate this guy's guts, and then when he turned, you know, when he became a face, it was like, okay, no, never mind, I like him a whole bunch, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he, he did his fucking job. I've got, I've got a few I pulled out of my ass, I don't know, do you, do you have more on your list? No, those are the only ones I had on my list. Beautiful, Beautiful. all right. Well, here's here's one that I think you you really uh, 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 shouldn't have overlooked. This person, Michael, mm-hmm. the Count Bisping. You are correct. 
He, I'm fucking correct. He, you know, I was not a huge fan of Bisping at first, but he's also one of those guys who's a pretty good talker. He's, I don't know, elite level, but he did pretty good interviews. He was a good trash talker. Uh, I think it was George Rivera or whatever, his fight with him. And Mike, like Michael Bisping can talk some shit, son. Mm-hmm. Like he, he might not be Chael Sonnen, but he's fucking good at it. And like, it just kind of goes without saying any of these dudes that are going to be in the UFC, they're going to be elite level athletes, right? So any of these guys, if they put their mind to it, they can do the wrestling stuff because mm-hmm. all these guys are elite, elite uh, athletes. Um, another one that I don't think many people would think of, but he's got a history as an actor. He's actually trained as an actor in college. Um, he currently does commentary, and uh, he's he just recently retired, but I think he's just kind of looking for, like he always talks about, like, oh, that kind of makes me want to come back. I feel like we're going to see him again. Paul, the Irish Dragon Felder. He is not the best talker, but he's very very good he's very analytical in his uh, uh commentary and he can talk shit when he needs to and uh like i said foregone conclusion that he's a fantastic athlete and uh um uh, he would be a good addition i feel like he's kind of small um but like i said wwe they can sell the small thing like yeah. the small thing like ray mysterio Daniel Bryan, like there's been plenty of small wrestlers that they've sold as forces of nature. They can do mm-hmm. it, especially if they've got a history of people's asses in public. <clears throat> Another one, and I hate this guy. I hate him so fucking much. I hate him more than John Jones. I wish him and John Jones would fly a plane into the sun. I despise him. And part of that is because he's really good at running his fucking mouth. Colby Covington. Oh, yeah. Hate him. He's the guy that he's a big Trump supporter, isn't he? Covington. Yep, yep. He he is very much. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming he actually is a Trump supporter, but he really, really, really plays it up. And, uh, you know, some people love him for it. And then you got the people like me who tend to be a minority in the MMA community, which saddens me a little bit. Um, but uh, I hate his guts. He's his pretty guts. good at get, he's pretty good at getting people to hate him too. Yeah, he gets people riled up, and uh, yeah, he uh, 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 yeah he he could he could be a good fit. Um, one that's a little bit small. A little bit small, even compared to uh, uh, Paul Felder, uh, is Uncle Creepy, Ian McCall. He hasn't been in the UFC for a while, but he is a elite-level fighter. He's a tiny little fella, but he can talk some shit. He's got a look to him, right? Mostly his uh, uh, twirly little mustache. Uh, but I think he could be a good fit as well. Oh, yeah. I, I had to look up a picture of him. I couldn't remember it, but yeah. Okay, I remember him now. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and my- my last one that I have pulled out of my ass, um, he's crazy, legitimately crazy. Um, he can talk some shit, but I don't even know if it's shit with him. I think it's just what is legitimately rolling around in his psychotic, what's wrong with him, he was this way before he got punched in the head a million times, Diego, the nightmare or the dream, depending on where we're at in his career, Sanchez. Yeah, 
I, I didn't even think about him. Yeah, he's a little on the small side, but uh, another guy who's pretty good at trash talking too. He's uh, he's a pretty good interview. He's not the best. I mean, sometimes he comes across as dumb as a sack of bricks, but he's um, he's pretty good at talking. Yeah, no, Diego, as far as, like, like if you put a math test in front of him, I don't think it's going to go real well for Diego. But he's, <laughs> he's, he's a very good athlete. He's good at talking shit. And honestly, like, I don't even think they'd – they wouldn't even have to give him a storyline. They'd just be like, Diego, go out there and say what you believe. And he'd just <laughs> be like, I think the demons of, of, of Triple H are coming out of his body and trying to attack my aura, but my aura is too strong. My aura is purple, which is the strongest color. <laughs> it defeated orange in the recent purple war in the recent color wars and and my aura is purple. And so my purple aura will overcome Triple H's soul demons and I will destroy him in that ring. I feel like the, the one thing it's like uh, eventually I think a, a switch is going to flip in Diego's head and uh, uh, he's going to have a lot of trouble distinguishing uh, fantasy from reality. <laughs> so, so you might have some troubles with Diego just going into Diego mode and accidentally fighting somebody for real. Um, but <laughs> it would be entertaining. And so, uh, yeah. That, I, just, I, I, I just thought of two names, actually, off the top of my head, but I can just mention them in the same breath. I think mm-hmm. either of the Diaz brothers can make good pro wrestlers, too. Yeah. Same, if you, along the same vein as Diego Sanchez, neither one of them are that bright. Exactly. Because all it's going to take, like, especially Nick, Nate is not, he's not level, right? But Nate's mm-hmm. a little more under control. Nick... If you piss him off in the ring, Nick's going to fight you. Yeah. <laughs> For fucking sure. For fucking sure. If you go too stiff on Nick Diaz, Nick Diaz is going to punch you in the face and choke you unconscious, and you'd better be ready to deal with that because Nick Diaz is, like, that's why, like, I hate the dudes that, like, act like the Diaz brothers act. Typically, like, Colby Covington is kind of one, right? Like, he acts all hard and... and yeah. Like he's, uh, you know, off kilter or whatever. I love the Diaz brothers because theirs is not an act. The Diaz brothers, if they feel like they've been disrespected, even if they haven't been, they're going to hit you. They're going to hit you as many times as they can hit you. Well, that's why I thought. What's funny is that um, when when Nick had his big beef or his big fight with uh, McGregor. And McGregor kept talking shit about the fact that he was a vegan. I think you mean the word Nate. Was it Nate? It was, it was Nate. Wasn't it? it was Nate. Okay, I thought it was Nate. They they sometimes they could be interchangeable because they're both dumb. So it was Nate, not Nick. Yes. Has Nick ever fought McGregor though? No, but there has been talk of that, and I am so there for it. But I actually have a hot off the presses thing regarding McGregor that we will cover in Fat Old Fisticuffs in just a moment. So if you're a McGregor fan or if you just like watching McGregor fight like me, be excited, bitch. Anyway, I loved it when Nate D- when he was making fun of the fact that Diaz was a vegan. And he's like, oh, I eat meat, all that stuff. And then Diaz went out there and beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, he lost the rematch, but still, you know, uh, Diaz backed it up. 
and I think he would be a. I think either Diaz brother would be very good at pro wrestling because again, they're pretty decent at talking trash talking, but they're also very very believable. And I could see what you're talking about somebody maybe accidentally catching him with this punch that might be a little stiff, and then him just going feral on him. Yeah, dude. Like if if Jeff Jarrett throws one of them Jeff Jarrett slaps on Nick Diaz. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett's about to get exposed for not being able to fight like Nick Diaz can because <laughs> Jeff Jarrett's fucking ass in the middle of that ring. And I would bet a testicle on that. Like, <laughs> if, if I fucking wish they would bring the Diaz brothers into pro wrestling now just so I could see that because it's coming. Like Nick might make it through. And it's I don't think it would be Nate. Nate's a little more professional, right? Nate's a little more... Like, Nick was the older brother, right? Like, uh, whatever yeah. made them the way that they made, that made them that way. Nick, you know, he, he plays the older brother, right? He tries to shield his younger brother. And clearly, to me, he succeeded in that a little bit, right? And that's why Nick is a little bit more psychotic than Nate. So, for sure, Nate... Nate probably makes it through every match he's ever got. He might talk some shit in the back or whatever. He might fight somebody in the back, but out on camera, Nate's going to be fine. Nick Diaz is going to whoop somebody's ass in the wrestling ring, and I am fucking there for it. <laughs> It'd be fun. All right. All right. Just going back a little bit, you said you'd be willing to bet a nut on it. How much is a human testicle worth? I think it's $50,000. Uh, and I believe that's a that that's probably a uh, a number from several years ago, but I remember reading that somewhere. If you donate a testicle, it was like fifty grand. And uh, I don't need mine anymore. Where the hell can I sign up? I mean, both of them. Google it, Bob. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think sex works correctly if you get rid of all your testosterone. Uh, I'm not getting anything now. Haven't in a while, so yeah. Lacking on my whore duties. And I would just like to congratulate all the women of Illinois on your uh, smart decisions. Um, don't do it. Uh, somebody's gonna, and we're gonna hear about it. Um, but, uh, oof. Um, just imagine, just imagined it, and uh, uh, what Bob having sex? Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. It wasn't what good. Was his, wait, what was his? Um, what would you call it earlier? The the thrust velocity or something? <laughs> so thrust, was that thrust frequency? Thrust frequency. Was it high in your no, imagination? No, it was very low and uh, didn't go on for very long. Um, <laughs> I just I'm gonna have to sit here and think about my life. Y'all finish the podcast without me. <laughs> anyway, that was oh, yeah. fisticuffs. <coughs> Hold on, I got... Oh, the oh wait, he's got some hot off the presses. Hot off the presses. Yeah, wait, I got a bunch of stuff, actually, so I'm going to rattle it off kind of quick. All right, the hot off the presses thing. Uh, Manny Pacquiao's people, his, his press people or whatever, confirmed today that he will be boxing Conor McGregor next year really yes so McGregor needs another ass whooping uh i mean manny's kind of small mcgregor didn't do terrible against old mayweather 
I mean, he didn't do great either. It was clear that Mayweather was always in control after like the third round or second round. I forget which. But, you know, I mean, anything can happen when people put on gloves and punch each other in the face. But that's going to be a big deal, right? Um, The next thing, and like I said, I'm going to rattle these off real quick because I got a lot. Michael Chandler. And if you haven't seen Michael Chandler fight, he's been with Bellator for a long time, right? He has some classic fights with Eddie Alvarez. Uh, if you haven't seen Michael Chandler fight, go look up him and Eddie Alvarez. Uh, I think they fought twice now. Um, they were both fucking bangers. Go watch those fucking fights. They're good. He is coming to the UFC, and he is a stand-in um, for Khabib versus Gaethje. So if Khabib or Gaethje gets injured, Michael Chandler is going to step in, and uh, that that either one of those fight I would watch, fuck yeah, sign me up. Anyways, we're going back to Fight Island, uh, which was a little bit disappointing the original time around because we all or at least my dumbass thought they were going to be fighting outside apparently i was stupid for thinking that even though they kept showing a uh, a ring out or a octagon outside but hey we're not going to be fighting outside but we're going back to fight island all right tonight while we're recording this we got style bender versus costa that's on september 26th that's today um Wanted to watch it, but not paying for it because I'm a cheap bastard and fuck Dana White in his pale tomato-y ass. Um, he's pale, but then he he blushes a lot, so then he becomes a tomato just to explain the tomato-y ass. Not his ass is tomato-shaped. I haven't paid much attention to the <laughs> of Dana White's ass. It could be exactly tomato shaped. I don't really know. It might be more. Can you move away from Dana White's ass, please. Nope. nope. Talk about his ass. I don't know if it's pear shaped, if it's peach shaped, tomatoey. Maybe he's the rare strawberry. Who knows? Anyways, um, after that we got Home Holly Home versus uh, Aldana, and I didn't write Aldana's first name down, and I don't know what it is. But anyways, that's going to be October third. <coughs> Brian Ortega versus Chang Sung Jung. And this is the one that we've talked about previously. They've got some beef there, right? Brian Ortega uh, slapped old Chang Sung Jung's uh, uh, press person in the face, right? That's the Korean zombie. That's going to be October 17th. That is a fight to fucking watch if you're a fight fan. And then the big one, by God, the big one, Khabib. Nurmagomedov, the eagle, right? He is fighting Justin Gaethje. Justin never gave a goddamn fuck, one single fuck in his fucking fuck, 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 fuck life, Gaethje. They're going to be fighting on October 24th. That's a fucking fight. Khabib's probably going to win because he's Khabib, but still, big fight. Tune in. And I got some notes. From UFC Vegas 11, the happened last Saturday, right? Took a couple of notes, right? Mackenzie Dern, she's big in the MMA community. One, because she's really, really good at jiu-jitsu. She's a pretty good fighter, and uh, she's kind of pretty. And uh, so those are all recipes for being a uh, big name in the UFC. Um, she about broke uh, Ronda Marcos's arm and made me squeal at the TV for her to please stop before the arm broke. 
And uh, you, if you follow us uh, on the Fat Old Nerds Twitter, I actually live tweeted this fight like I promised that I would, and uh, nobody cared. But by God, I still. <laughs> And then my next note was from uh, Span versus Johnny Walker. I can't remember Span's first name. I'm sorry, sir. You put on a good fight. But that was just kill shot after kill shot. These dudes got in the ring and just slung at each other until one of them fell down. And it happened to be the Span dude. I thought both of them were dead like three times in this fight. It was just stupid they were just like let me hit you as hard as i can and that guy was like yeah that really hurt let me hit you as hard as i can yes that really hurt let me hit you as hard as i can just fucking just 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 smacking each other in the head um and my takeaway from that fight was johnny walker is fun but he is not the john bones jones killer that we thought he might be right because at first he looked like he might be coming for john jones then he lost a fight and in this fight, I, I straight up, I thought, okay, he's done multiple times. He wasn't. He came back and won the fight. But, uh, yeah, if he goes fights John Jones, he's going unconscious. Uh, don't do it. Um, Kazmat Chimaev. You might remember me as mentioning this dude as somebody to watch. Uh, in his first two UFC fights, he outstruck his opponents like 200-something to two. He's been hit twice in the UFC and that still stands now that he has fought three times in the UFC this motherfucker came in and in 17 seconds finished his opponent he is now the quickest person to establish three wins in the UFC in the modern era uh, uh, John McCarthy pointed out that Royce Gra- Hoist Gracie had actually done it quicker back in the olden days when they fought multiple times a night. But in the modern era, where they only fight one time a night, he is now the quickest to reach three wins in 66 days. Uh, the other, the next, the second place person was like in a hundred something days, right? So it's not even close. And my take on his fight, because he just went out and knocked this dude the fuck out was Kazmat Chimaev hits harder than 2020. Mearshart <laughs> never going to wake up because that dude straight up just like a sack of taters, plomp on the ground. Fight was over, 17 seconds. Holy fucking shit. If you haven't looked up Kazmat Chimaev yet, go fucking do it. The dude is the fucking truth, and I am ready to see him fight uh, a, a high-level name. All right, now, uh, uh, Cowboy Cerrone, he fought. Apparently, I didn't feel like I should write down the name of who he fought, but he fought. And uh, (laughs) he lost. And my takeaway from that fight was Cowboy didn't get finished, and that's enough. Because I I just, I don't like seeing Cowboy get knocked out. I don't like seeing Cowboy get submitted. I just I like seeing Cowboy still standing when the fight's over, and he was. He didn't win, but he was. <clears throat> and then uh, we had Colby Covington, who we talked about as uh, in the WWE segment. He's a piece of shit. Um, he was fighting Tyron Woodley, and this fight was kind of uh, Colby Covington. Like we said, he's a MAGA bro, right? Well, Tyron Woodley came out for the uh, presser. Uh, wearing his Black Lives Matter uh, apparel. 
and answered pretty much every question with something to the effect of, I'm just excited that Black Lives Matter. I, I will say that I, uh, I support the things that Tyron Woodley supports. And although I'm not typically a fan of his because he's a boring fighter, in my opinion, um, and he knocked out Robbie Lawler, which I cannot forgive, uh, he... He, you know, I was cheering for him in this fight because, I, like I said, I fucking hate Colby Covington. And my entire takeaway from this fight was Covington versus Woodley is ordering a Happy Meal and instead getting a fart to your face. <laughs> that, that fight fucking sucked. And, of course, Colby fucking MAGA Covington won. And uh, I hated it. I hated every second of it. Uh, uh, didn't didn't enjoy it. Um, and yeah, that's all I got for the uh, fat old fisticuffs. Uh, so in the words, yeah, and so in the words of old Goldie himself, uh, it's all over. All right, well, moving on. Disney Plus has got a new show that's going to come out. And it's going to be about Nick Fury, starring Samuel motherfucking Jackson. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Looking forward to that. Yes. As I am, I wonder if they'll let him say motherfucker. They almost let him say motherfucker at the end of in that uh, end credit scene in Avengers. Almost. Where he hits the Captain Marvel beeper. Yes. And he's well, like, motherfucker. <sighs> Well, my, my entire take on this is, well, motherfuckers, this motherfucker is motherfucking excited to see that motherfucker do the motherfucking thing. And that's all I've got to say about that. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Right, well, now we move into the realm of Star Wars once again. We'll start by talking about this. Okay. If you guys were approached by Lucasfilm... Or by Disney, whatever, to play a character in Star Wars, but they tell you your face isn't going to be shown. Are you still going to be excited as hell about that? Depending on the character, yes. Depending on the character, fuck you. George Lucas could come up to me and place his balls in my mouth and be like, hey, <laughs> we've got a part for you in Star Wars. What you're going to do is you're going you're gonna to take your unimpressive penis and you're going to stick it through a hole in the wall. And it's going to be there like a fixture on the wall. We're going to make it like the, look like this terrible alien thing. And then the star of the show is going to come up, and they're going to slap the shit out of it. Because, because that's what you do with this particular fixture on the wall, is you slap the shit out of it. And he's really going to slap you in the nuts really, really, really hard. And your face will not be featured, and you will not speak. And he will be telling me all of this while while George Lucas's salty balls are in my mouth. Uh, 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 I'll still be like, well, first off, I'm gonna be like, how much am I gonna get paid? And if the answer is one dollar or more, I'm gonna say yes. And then uh, what I'm gonna do is get my nuts slapped on television uh, just to be a part of the Star Wars universe. You'll get an action figure made of your nuts. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that, ooh, I, I, ooh, mm, that's a bad action figure don't sell that to children no sir where I was going with this was Pedro Pascal is being a little bitch and yes I will say that he's being a little bitch 
Yes. People can't see my face in the Mandalorian mask. Like, did did were you not told what a Mandalorian was when you came for the fucking job interview? They he don't take them all. He may not have been. I don't know. I, I'm doing... pretty sure they they explained that to him. Dave Filoni and John Favreau very thorough. They're the ones who need to be in control of Star Wars right now, not Kathleen Kennedy. Well, I can they need see. To bring back, they need to bring Favreau and Filoni and as a consultant, Lucas. No, Those Lucas stay as far away from Star Wars as possible. No, no, he, he, he's a consultant on Mandalorian, Clone he Wars. Salt my nuts. How about that? Oh, whoa, whoa. You hear that, Damn. George? Take that, George. You have the right to remain burned. Anyway, I mean, I oh. get where he's coming from as far as, I, I mean, I bet wearing that helmet's not comfortable all the time. I get it. It's probably not. But I don't think he handled it very well because he went straight up to Lucasfilm and started bitching about it. Like, he went above and beyond the people directly involved with the Mandalorian and tried to go above their heads to get this changed and they were like, well, then you can just leave. Fuck you. I don't think he handled He, he burst into George Lucas's private bathroom and he's like, I have a problem. But you know, it's it's so I mean it's not like it I mean he's still gonna be doing the voice of the Mandalorian. But someone else That's all he was pretty much doing in the first place. It's not him under that suit or under that helmet ninety percent of the time. Is it not? No, no. So they can just recast him and make him sound normal because the way their voices are, they're oscillated through their helmets. And a lot of them sound the same. Same thing with Stormtroopers. Yeah, I mean, he didn't sound real, real uh, distinct or whatever. I was pretty sad to hear this because it's like any, like every single, well, me and Micah at least, (laughs) <laughs> we do worse shit every day for like a tenth of the pay. Anybody listening that works a regular fucking job does worse shit every day for like a tenth of the pay. So, uh, old Mr. Pascal should have sucked it the fuck up and just went to fucking work, in uh-huh. my goddamn opinion. But I'm a Capricorn, so, you know, that's what I'm always going to say. But <laughs> it's just like, get the fuck over yourself, man. Like, like strap it up, go to work. Like I said, I'd I'd let George Lucas slap my nuts for much much less if they were paying me what they paid him. Like I would literally get out there and shoot people with lasers if they wanted me to. I don't give a fuck. I got college to pay for enough in in you know sixteen years or whatever. So like <laughs> fucking sign me the fuck up if y'all need so, a fat Mandalorian. I am there. <laughs> like or being a a, a um. A dick-shaped doorknob, apparently. Yeah, a dick-shaped doorknob that you slap to open. I'm, I'm about it. Like, pay me, and I'll show up to work, by God. I don't call in sick, motherfucker. So, hook me up. Alright, well, moving on. Uh, Alright, remember uh, back in the day, well, you pr- neither one of you probably remember, uh, they used to make movie radio dramas. Like, if it was a popular movie, they made a radio drama about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they did one with every Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the scene where uh, Vader saves Luke, essentially, from the Emperor. Yep. 
uh, it is much different sounding in the radio dramatization because all he does in the movie is lift him up. The emperor's like, ah, and then he throws him. They, they have dialogue in there. So I'm going to act this out for, for the listeners and for y'all with oh action figures. Oh, dear God. <laughs> all right. Oh, no. All right, you got the emperor, you know, he's right here. He's, like, he's shocking Luke. He's all like, yeah, I'm going to get you, bitch. He's shocking. In the movies, you know, Vader's standing here, and he goes, no. No. But in radio drama, this is what happens. He goes, he's looking at Luke. He's looking at him, looking at Luke, looking at him. He goes, my son. Picks bitch up, dragging him. He goes, Vader, release me. <laughs> This Peter, is such. I cannot put me down. Sure listeners would look at what's happening right now. I will down the core shaft, down to your death. Vader, I am your master. Darth Vader's master, but not Anakin Skywalker's. Yeet. Yeah, Thomas is in. It's just, it was really cool because they put it with the sequence in the movie, and it was like, wow, that would have been awesome if it was actually in the movie. But that's um, leading Bob, me into, oh, what? I'm sorry, what? Bob, if you don't what? do that as a TikTok video, like, tonight or tomorrow, I'm going to drive to Illinois, and I'm going Illinois? to... Illinois? Illinois? Excuse me, Illinois, Illinois, illinois I don't fucking care. However you pronounce that state, Bob, I'm going to drive to that state. I'm going to pull down your pants. <laughs> I'm going, and I'm going to take off my shoe and my sock. I'm going to lubricate my toes. And I'm going to kick you in the ass so fucking hard that at least three of the five toes that I have available on my right foot will enter your rectum. So just go ahead and process that and then get on the TikTok video, motherfucker. I, I will make it tomorrow, I promise. Thank you. The, Jesus Christ, that was horrible sounding. <laughs> but yeah, radio dramas. I'm, you just completely put me out of the mood of Star Wars now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not because we still have a movie to review. Yeah. Yes, we do. We have a movie to review, and that movie is called Return of the Jedi. As usual, we start off on escape in space where there's a planet and then a ship. Little ship comes out of big ship, goes down to the Death Star. Take us away, Justin. Oh, I gotta take us away? You're the one that makes the copious amounts of notes. I'm just going to be 100% honest with you. I didn't watch it, but I have seen it, so I remember it. <laughs> All right. I, God damn, you're terrible at doing your homework. You're the worst. You're the. I've you, seen the movie more times than that's healthy, so. I've seen the movie a bunch of times, too. I still watched it again and took notes. You bastard, do your homework. All right. So, so early in the movie, my very first thought for this movie was goddamn them boots is shiny because Annie Annie rocks some shiny boots. 
and I'm going to try to rattle these off quick, right? Because uh, uh, anybody listening to this is like, why do they make this three hours long? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and then I noticed a rather oppressive feel to start us off, right? This movie, because you're coming off of, of uh, Empire Strikes Back, ends on a downer. This one starts on a downer. It feels real oppressive and mean and angry. And uh, and I noticed George Lucas. So uh, uh, actually, and then, uh, he didn't direct it. He was part of it. I'm gonna blame him for everything. So okay. so uh, how about okay. fuck yourself? How about fuck yourself? How about fuck? <laughs> Can you fuck yourself? All right, fuck yourself. Anyways, all right. And so I think it was Han because I watched this movie in two settings because uh, uh, I work. And I have children. So, uh, uh, so, so some of these notes are going to be a little fresher in my mind. Anyways, I believe it was Han walking into a place. There was a uh, robot that went behind him. And I was like, was that a fucking robot spider? Anyways, check early in the movie because I'm pretty sure we had a robot spider and it was terrible. You do realize well, Han's a Luke. Carbonite, right? It was Luke. <laughs> yeah. Was Luke. Han was in Carbonite at the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah, it was Luke. Okay, whatever. Who cares? Would, anyway. you, would you like to know what the spider thing is? No. Sure. Tell me. It's the it's uh, from an old religion called the Bomar Monks. And what they do is they can live for hundreds of years, but when their body's ready to die, they can transition their brain into one of these droid things and continue to live. No wonder you haven't had sex in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Like, if you had put this much effort into, like, anything else, you could have been a useful person, but instead you put <laughs> the ball. My dad used to tell me the same damn thing. <laughs> yeah, he's so, like, remember I'm so Star I could have been proud of you, but nope. <laughs> All right, and I think this next note comes from when they go to Jabba's palace and that dude greets them, because my only note here was, Day one of Wonga to you too, bitch. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was about, but uh, you know, day one of Wonga to you too, bitch. Uh, uh, all right, and so yeah, we're in Jabba's palace, right? And uh, I thought robot torture seems a bit silly. Jabba can't afford a programmer, like just reprogram them. They're robots. Anyways. Uh, uh, fuck. Oh, yeah. So we meet our first uh, Twi'lek, or at least the first Twi'lek in the movie. And I said, Bob's favorite kink is born. (laughs) Actually, Bid Fortuna, the day one of guy, he's a Twi'lek. Ah, well, he's not part of my kink. So, uh, or not part of your kink, I don't think. Yeah, he might be. Who knows? No, Uh, no, them, them teeth, them teeth. Anyway, so we get to the. Uh, oh, it's clearly... not the tentacles; it's the teeth that gets you. It's <laughs> that te- no, you no, off. it's the teeth that re- I'm like, no. The tentacles don't turn you off. It's just his teeth, basically. Yes. I mean, not the who fact knows? that he's a male either. Have you ever had a hand job from a from a uh, tentacle? No. So don't knock it till you try it, bro. <laughs> Anyways, so we get to the part that's clearly been added after after this movie came out later. And I said, chunky CGI singing aliens is some Jar Jar shit. Because that was, like, super out of place. It was 
Like, did they sing in the original edit of the movie? It, it was instead of the whole big band and shit, it was just the alien with the long nose and the blue dude and, and the guy puppet. that looked like a dog. It was a puppet, though, right? Yeah, they were all puppets. I do remember that that lady that the the Twilight the blue that was the same chick that was they had to redo that shot and it was the same chick from the original wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like she yeah. didn't age. She didn't age very much. <laughs> Good. And, uh, actually, when when uh, she's uh, trying to get away from Java, if you pause it, pause it, pause it, and notice Do her titty has flopped out. Wait, uh, what? Her titty flops out of her outfit. Wait, there's a booby in the movie? Yeah. Booby in the movie. What? How old were you when you discovered this? Wait, no, I read about it uh, in a, a magazine. The official Star Wars magazine? Was it posted in that? <laughs> I think it was in the Star Wars Insider. Star Faps. Um, right. So kind of keeping with that general thought, um... My next thought was about to Google Job of the Hut porn. Of course you are. <laughs> and so then I did. And uh, my 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 take from that was any horrors I've seen because of this decision were worth it for the fact that the third picture I encountered was Jabba with Trump's face licking slave Ivanka. And if you go go Google Jabba the Hutt, Rule Thirty Four. The thirst, the third picture you encounter will the be thirst. Is that what you were about to say? No, yeah, it's a thirst trap. Anyways, the third. I'm drunk. Fuck you. The third picture you encounter will be Jabba the Hutt with Donald Trump's face licking his daughter in the slave Leia uniform, and uh, that was my takeaway from that. Um. Now, then we get to uh, uh, Han coming out of Carbonite. And, uh, of course, I had a very deep thought about that. I'm betting you do some hellacious farting coming out of Carbonite. I mean, in the Star War- in the Family Guy Star Wars, that's what Peter did when he came out of Carbonite. Jesus, man. It, 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 like, this is like the second time that, that my thought process has directly lined up with the Family Guy thing. And that's completely unintentional. And I'm a little like sad with myself i don't know it's like should i be happy or sad because family guy was successful but uh, anyways they're not <laughs> maybe it's just the easy joke either way um so you know that little laughing puppet my thought on him was i straight up fucking hate that puppet <sighs> um then we get you know hans out of carbonite meets up with uh, a chewy and I was like, you know, Wookie hugs must be musty but comforting. And uh, uh, shortly thereafter, we are treated to uh, Miss Carrie Fisher in a gold bikini. Um, if you don't know the gold bikini we're talking about, you're a fucking liar. Uh, and I said, that gold bikini has done so much for nerd culture. And it, <laughs> it, it truly did. Like, uh, it's just, you know, the cosplays, the movie itself, like it, it really, uh, it was a, a sexual awakening for nerds and, uh, you can disagree with me if you want to be wrong. 
fucker. Anyways, so uh, uh, as we're going through this whole breaking Han out thing, I noticed that Lando is just better at this than the rest of y'all because everybody else was just like, I'm caught now. And Lando was just like, I ain't, bitch. <laughs> Blend it in, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Oh, and so then we get a picture of Jabba pulling down Leia to, uh, you know, lay on him. And I said my wife makes that same face when I pull her down to lay on my gut. <laughs> yeah. That poor lady, I just she is she is a wonderful being, and I just don't know why she entertains me sexually, but she does, and I appreciate it every freaking time. And you know, then I didn't have another note until Boba Fett. Uh, makes an ass of himself and he's like i'm gonna do something cool and then he dies in like a a, a silly way and so you know i just said i'm surprised bubba didn't do goofies oh as he fell into the fucking hole <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so uh then we get leia right how does she kill how does she kill java right y'all remember she chokes him Chokes the shit out of him with a chain, and in in her gold bikini that has done so much for nerd culture. And so I just had to ask the question: Is this movie why I like being choked? Because it fucking might be. I'm pretty sure there's been a lot of sexual role playing where that exact scene probably plays out. Uh, Not by you. I'm just saying in general. I don't know if you've ever done that, but. Uh, not the Leia thing specifically, although if I could get my, my wife in the, any cosplay, I'm usually down. I'm like, yeah, baby, cosplay so she, so she cosplayed as Chewbacca, you'd be okay with that? <laughs> Fuck yeah, especially if she gave a convincing, ah! Like, fucking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I honestly don't remember why I wrote this down. Uh... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Never mind. I remember why I wrote this. Wrote this down. I said, "Gonna do myself a favor and not Google Sarlacc porn because <laughs> it's gonna be tentacly." <laughs> my so, phone's hello Google, and I think it tried to look it up. Oh God! <laughs> yes, do it. It, it do tried it. to look it up, but all it pulled up was my uh, supervisor's phone number for some reason. <laughs> What do you and your supervisor do? What are you doing to keep that job? Anyways, don't answer that, please. Um, <laughs> and so we get to, 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 to uh, 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 Dagobah, right? And uh, Yoda's there, you know, like, I'm old. I'm just going to die, I think, instead of talking to you anymore. Uh, but uh, anyways, I was like, y'all just going to let him try to ice his pops? Like, y'all wasn't going to tell him? Fucked up. Fucked up. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Ben Kenobi shows up, and he's like, oh, Vader's more machine than man now. And I was like, how did he become machine, Ben? (laughs) Mm -hmm. We going to cover that, Ben Kenobi? Oh, Obi-Wan could cut your fucking limbs off? We going to cover how he became a a machine? No? Didn't think so. Burn for the dick up. Yeah, and burn from the dick up, by God! And so uh, we cut over. Emperor's talking to some, uh, talking to, to Vader, 
and we cut over and we see some like purple dudes that uh, I don't think ever show up a- anymore. And I was just like, evil, evil people love big hats. Them motherfuckers <laughs> some big hats on. The Kentucky Derby filled with goddamn Satanists. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so we get to indoor, right? And uh, we get to that chase scene. And there's that one dude that they like cut the top off and he starts spinning. And I was like, wish they'd added a silly screen to old spinning dude. Uh, but they didn't. <laughs> and then old C-3PO is there. And I was like, why do we bring C-3PO anywhere? And we'll get back to that. In just a moment, I promise, because I answered that question for myself in just a little while. Uh, Ewoks show up, and I was like, you know what? Porgs are cuter than Ewoks. Don't at me. Fuck you. Mm. I got drunk enough where it's getting hard to read. (laughs) You're holding that notebook really close to your face. I'm getting old. My eyesight's starting to go, bro. It's not good. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they can't see you, you fuckface. You have to describe what you're doing. He held his phone up to his face, everyone, and he's big and he's dumb and he's not pretty. Um, oh, anyway. you so, got zero room to talk about that. <laughs> I don't know. Compared to you and Bob, I'd fuck me. Like I, if the a merry fuck kill, if we do a merry fuck kill situation, if I have to do it on the Fat Old Nerds podcast. Marry me, fuck Micah, kill Bob. Bye. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I said it out loud. Anyways, so we watched Chewie. Chewie killed a porg, right? And he cooked it, right? And I was like, and when the Ewok showed up, I was like, you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing Chewie eat one of these. And so I watched the last half of this movie with one of my children awake, which means I watched it with closed captioning on because parenting tip, that's the only way you're going to hear everything in a movie is if you turn the closed captioning on so that you can fucking read it while your your uh, feral children scream because um, that's all they do for some reason. I don't know why they like screaming so much, but they fucking love it. Um, they are just, they are, they're, they're fans of the screaming. They just, they love screaming. My children are going to be metal singers, and you're welcome, future generations of metal fans. Anyways. Um, so, I learned, because the closed captioning was on, that the language of the Ewoks is called Ewokies, according to the closed captioning. Uh, <clears throat> yep. And so uh, there's a little factoid for you. Did, did you know that already, Bob? Uh, I did not. Yeah. I, never I, I, I taught Bob a Star Wars fact. Today, Bob learned something about Star Wars because of me. And later, he's gonna masturbate and think about it. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Right, so we cut to the emperor, and he's just sitting in a big cha- fancy chair, which seems to be what him and Darth Vader like doing. And I was like, "Why be evil and all powerful if all you do is sit in big fancy chairs?" Like that's, that's what you're supposed to do. I've sat in a big fancy chair. I don't want to do it all day. Like why? Fucking people do stuff for him. I don't know. Get somebody to blow you or something. Jesus Christ! Like play a video game. You mean Darth Thought? You fucking pilot the ship or some shit. Why would would the Emperor pilot the ship? To have something to do other than sit in a big fancy chair. Right? 
And so we go back to Endor, right? And and Chewie's like, and fucking Han's like, what, Chewie? And Chewie's like, and I was like, hey, other furries, guys, come on. (laughs) Yeah. And so they get caught in a net, right? And they cut themselves out and they plop on the ground. And uh, all the Ewoks show up. And I was like, oh, it's Teddy Ruxpin if Teddy Ruxpin fucked and murdered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so uh, 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 so they they you know they get taken taken captive by the old Ewoks, and uh, then they're like, oh, C three PO is a god, and I was like, oh, that's why you bring C three PO, because earlier I was like, don't fucking bring that guy, he's annoying, but turned out pretty good fucking idea, and so, so uh, but every. Primitive being thinks that C-3PO is a god. I mean, they fucking might. I, you know, if I was a caveman and a fucking robot showed up, I'd be like, well, clearly this is what I'm supposed to worship. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and so C-3PO says, uh, you know, like, I'm programmed not to uh, uh, imitate a deity. And I was like, you know what? That was smart programming the robots not to imitate deities that that was a good call that was a really good fucking call because if if they get a god complex like the robots in that universe they win that could be the next star wars movie you're welcome george lucas (laughs) the robots fucking win anyways episode 10 the robots fucking win (laughs) yeah and so han's all tied up on the little thing and uh my take from that was they just start clapping Han's cheeks. Just Ewok dick all up in Han Solo's ass. Like, this is oh, my millennium asshole. Um, uh, yeah. And so, uh, uh, old C-3PO gets t- to talking to the Were you Ewoks. just expecting this to, like, take a cannibal holocaust turn or something? They, 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 I don't even think they clapped any cheeks in cannibal holocaust. Oh, just... but it seems like that's where you're going with this. You just want the Ewoks to just all of a sudden just murder everybody. I didn't say want. This is just where my mind goes. Like like I said, don't watch a bunch of murder videos, y'all. It'll change you a little bit. Apparently. Um, so, uh... uh C-3PO gets to talking to the Ewoks and uh, 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 old Luke's like, you know, tell him if, I, if you're going to use your magic. And yeah, C-3PO's like, shut the fuck up. Ookabakabooka, boom! And I was like, my word for magic is also boom. Because uh, that's the only magic I know is explosions. ha <laughs> Um, yeah, and so he's talking to the uh, Ewoks there for a while, and I was like, you know what? This scene is improved by closed captioning. Oos Nooch Vader. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I was already drinking by this point. <laughs> Oos Nooch Vader or something, some shit like that. All right. And so C-3PO gets to talking to him, and they're just like, oh, time to pull out the stabbing drums. And they're just like, bop, bop. We're gonna fuck up some fucking imperial motherfuckers and kill them with knives. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that, so those are their stabbing drums. Uh, that's canonical. Uh, I had made it so. <laughs> and then they, show, they show Chewie interacting with the uh, uh, Ewoks, and I was like, you know what? 
Chewie's gonna try out a new kink tonight. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and Google that. I don't know how it's gonna turn out for you, but I guarantee fucking tea that there is a one picture out there of Chewie laying a big old swollen pipe up in some fucking Ewok ass. And uh, God. Uh, you. Uh, uh, yep. yep. Oh my god. <laughs> so I didn't take another note until uh, 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 Luke's talking to Vader. And he's like, you know what? I know there's good still left in you. He's like, I'm going to turn you to the light. I know you're. St- I know. I know Anakin's still in there. And I was like, you know what? I feel I'm still it. Right? Here, Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe y'all are stuck on Chewbacca fucking an Ewok. <laughs> Why wouldn't I be? <laughs> it's canonical. Chewbacca fucked an Ewok. And Bob is currently looking it up right now, I think. Thank fucking God. I'm glad somebody did. Anyways, so Luke gets to talking to his dad, right? I and he's might like, as well look it up now, too. You're both turned on by it. and I'm, I'm, If either one of you pops a boner in this, I am out. Um, right, so Luke gets to talking to his dad, and he's like, I know there's still good in you, right? The Emperor hasn't driven all the light out of you. Uh, there's a big burp for you. Did he just drive all the light out of you with that burp? Jesus. <laughs> Some of it came out for sure. But I was like, I feel it, Luke. My dad is a Trump supporter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so uh, uh, one of the Ewoks, right? He steals one of those little speeders. Oh, God. Oh, God. No. <laughs> no. Please send me the picture that you've just seen. <laughs> no, I I look, it, it, it's not one I saw. It's many. It, you know, they have it where you can, on Google Images, it has multiple and the things I saw. Yeah, well, I send, me keep, at least, send me at least one. I just uh, keep seeing Spanish slut you know gets fucked by Chewbacca. What? That's kind <laughs> I literally just Googled Chewbacca fucking an Ewok, and I just keep getting links that say, Spanish slut, you know, love, you know, love gets fucked by Chewbacca. Just, just type, just, Micah, Micah, just type in Chewbacca, Ewok, porn. That makes sense. There you go, listeners. That's what you need to do. Watch his face. Watch his face. All right, let's watch his face, everybody. Oh. Let's watch his face that you can't see. <laughs> Michael will be unfazed because he's hairy like Chewbacca, so... That's what came up. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, no. Leia wouldn't do that. <laughs> That's probably not how she won them over. I don't think... Let's not make that canon. Um <laughs> Oh, God, no more. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ooh, (laughs) Oh, dear. Wait, wait, wait. One last one. Oh, God, it's from the cartoon. That's so horrible. I didn't see hair bears blow anybody. Um, I, I can't remember. I don't even remember where I was in my notes. You just ruined my whole brain. Um, okay. So, after that, um, one of the Ewoks steals a spear from a stormtrooper. 
and he doesn't have to have sex with him for it, but he steals, he steals a speeder and he chops it off. And I was like, Oh, or he chops the head off or something happens. The Ewok ends up spinning. I've lost all control of where my mind is now. It's just all Leia getting banged by Ewoks. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, but I was like, there's the silly scream that I hoped for earlier and that I wish wasn't now plagued by by visions of Ewoks. Uh, anyways, so Vader and Luke are now talking to the Emperor, and Luke gets a little sassy with him, right? Like, the Emperor's like, you're going to join me, and Luke's like, eh. And Vader kind of gives him this look, and I was like, Vader said, oh, shit, he's sassy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then there's still just, it's like Luke and the Emperor talking, and they're talking like Vader's not even there. And I was just like, and he's like, I'm right here, guys. I'm right here. But they just just kept on uh, going. And so then the, uh, then Han and Chewie and all them get, get caught. (laughs) And, and specifically when Chewie got caught, I was like, why this Wookiee smell like Ewok pussy? Oh, God damn it. Uh, And so then we jump ahead a little bit and, uh, old General Akbar or Admiral Akbar or whatever the fuck he is. Admiral. Admiral Akbar, he said, it's a trap. And I said, oh, shit, he said the line. (sighs) (laughs) And so uh, we cut back to the emperor, right? And he's like, strike me down and join the dark side. And I was like, I wish a motherfucker would. The official motto of the Sith. (laughs) (laughs) And so there was that. There was that one rebel, right? He had the weird, like, double cheeks that fold over his mouth. And when they realized that, like, the uh, the, 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 the new Death Star was, like, I don't remember if it was operational or if just the shield wasn't down. But he gives, like, this fish face of, like, oh, dear. And I was like, you know what? Floppy Cheeks has a good oh, shit face. All right. <clears throat> and, uh... I don't know if y'all have seen it, but there's been a meme going around, and it asks the question, what sound would you have your boner make if your boner made a sound every time it became erect? And I have an answer for you. My answer is, in my best R2-D2, which was terrible, but R2-D2's, Oh, that would be my boner sound. That'd be terrifying. Yep, it would. It would not. I don't think my wife would like it at all. But I'd still go with it. And so, uh, uh, anyways, we get to the ATST, right? Uh, Chewbacca and a couple of uh, Ewoks break into it, and I was like, tomahawked by teddy bears. That was literally my. It wasn't even a complete sentence, but that was my thought. Tomahawked. By teddy bears. Alright. And so my next thing was a question for Bob, right? Luke is up on this platform monologuing to Darth Vader. And Darth Vader does the first saber throw that we've seen. And I know in video games the saber throw has become a thing 
right? As far as like tossing it out and you call it back to you. So my question was, is there anybody in Star Wars canon, extended universe or otherwise, that specializes in boomeranging motherfucking lightsabers? Because there's somebody like that's their whole thing. I have never heard of a boomerang lightsaber, but I remember in Solo the 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 leader of the the syndicate that guy had those big red knives that had like the electric shit on it. Like that's what I can that's what I picture in my head, but in a smaller version that you can throw. But well, as far even, as I know, not even specifically a boomerang. I'm just talking a Jedi or Sith that fights with a saber that specifically is extremely good at throwing that saber and recalling it multiple times. Because it seems like, to me, like if you got really good at that shit, that'd be fucking hard to defend. You could just stay 20 feet away and just be like, zing, bitch! And then... Uh, the, uh, I, forgot, I forget the character's name, but in, he, he was in the, the Force Awake... Not Force The Force Unleashed video games. Oh, okay. That the, yeah. I mean, he he does that as a as a bit. Okay. So yeah. So that's one. He of does your that with two lightsabers. Yeah, you can actually do that in uh, Knights of the Old Republic too. I believe. I think. I remember. Anyways, my memory is terrible, folks. Don't do the things I've done. Um. <laughs> oh. So, anyways, when uh, Vader, right? he realizes that Luke has a twin sister. And tell me if I'm wrong. But he's like, if you won't turn, maybe she will. It sounded to me like Luke screams, no. Is that what Luke screams in that moment? I thought he so. You thought he screamed what? Never. Okay. See, that was my question. The closed captioning said never, but I heard no, and I don't know which one is correct. Maybe the closed captioning was correct. Either way, go back and watch the movie and somebody email us at the fat old nerds podcast at gmail.com and let me know if I'm a big stupid fuck. The answer is Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. You're a bigger stupider fuck. Fuck you. All right, so we get to Luke. He's chopping away at Vader. Cuts off his hand. My thought, hands have a tough time in this move, in these movies. We've covered this. You don't want to be a hand in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> okay. And so then Vader, he grabs the Emperor, right? And the Emperor goes, ah! And I just said, just hands! so then he tosses him down the shaft and i said no one anyway (laughs) wait fuck i can't read anymore no way anyone survives that and comes back with no explanation three movies from now (laughs) because that wouldn't happen that would be stupid and so uh, 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 so the fight starts going bad for the Empire, right? And a, a fucking ship crashes through the command center. And I was like, and, and I don't know if y'all remember, but I've been talking about the big stupid helmets that they wear while they're in the command center. 
for at least two movies now. And I said, well, that's why they wear the big stupid helmets. In case a fucking ship falls through there. Makes sense. Glad y'all answered that question for me. <laughs> and so the next one was a little bit serious, right? We get to uh, 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 Luke and and Vader, right? And Vader is dying. Uh, and he takes off the helmet. And I just said, you know, it's easy to forget how big the reveal of Vader's true state is. Because, like, I like you know, we've all seen this movie a hundred million times. We know what Vader really looks like under that helmet. But the first time I watched it, and definitely for the audience, the first time they experienced this when this movie came out, like, that was a big fucking deal. Like, finding out, like, how tortured and fucked up and, like, sad that this big scary villain that we've been afraid of for three whole fucking movies now really fucking is like it's you know like that movie came out in 83 i was born in 83 i'm 30 i'm about to be 37 fucking years old like that was a long fucking time ago so it's real easy to to forget that like the tortured state of this terrible villain that was a big fucking deal and it still is a big fucking deal if you really look at this movie analytically the fact that like this was a like he like yes he was powerful and he was scary and he was terrible for you know fucking seven hours or however long we've been with these fucking movies six hours whatever the fuck it is but ultimately he was sad and pathetic and and somebody to be pitied and his anger and rage and and all these things that he let control him, which I guess is the point of the fucking movies, in in a sense at least, like shaped him into this this awful fucking being. And when you get that mask off and see him for what he really fucking is, like he is a pitiable being. And it just I don't know, it kind of hit me kind of hard. I guess because just like any father and son stuff now. Like, I guess as a parent, I might be a corny-ass bitch. I am a corny-ass bitch. I'm a bowl of pudding when it comes to my kids, unless you fuck with my kids, in which case I am your worst fucking nightmare. Uh, Don't at me, motherfucker. I'll fuck you up. Um, (laughs) But, like, he was a a pitiable being, and uh, uh, it just kind of hit me kind of hard. Like, this dude had fucked up in every single sense, except for in this last few moments where he, like, stood up for his kid. And I don't know. It it hit me weird. Uh, maybe because I'd already been drinking. But uh, probably. Yeah, but no. I mean, like you kind of no, think like makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah. You, you exactly. see it, it's hard outer shell, and then you see the inside. It's just it exactly. Basically, yeah. Exactly. Like they didn't have the prequels in '83 and shit. Like when this shit first came out, and like this dude's been terrifying. For three fucking movies, like every fucking body he meets, he chokes him the fuck out. And then he finally gets his helmet off, and it's like, holy fuck. Like, this is an old, dying, sick, sad man that can't exist without that fucking helmet. And, uh, uh, I don't know, it just hit me weird to realize, like, yeah, this is... I think it's really the first time it's resonated with me just how big of a moment that... Like, as a kid, that didn't, you know, it was, like, shocking... But it wasn't until I was an adult and a dad 
watching this shit like this dude fucked up everywhere he could have fucked up. And uh, we're finally seeing him for who he is, you know? Uh, (laughs) And so uh, moving from that relatively deep That was the most passionate speech about Darth Vader I have ever heard in my entire life. Well, you're fucking welcome. Because I felt it strongly. Uh, in that moment and in this one. Um, uh, and you know, I, I, I'm a part of this fandom, by God. I might not be as deep in it as Bob is, but I'm a, I'm a fucking part of it. And, and so my next thought from that relatively deep one, uh, Han kisses Leia, and he's got a weird look on his face the whole time, and I said, Han thinking about that brother kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so then we move on and uh uh, uh they're they're uh you know uh, vader's on a funeral pyre and i was like annie is like did not want to be cremated again <laughs> <laughs> and uh and my very last thought for this movie which uh i think overall i'll give a six out of seven i love this movie uh and a six out of seven is a very strong score um it's just not i didn't like it as much as empire strikes back it's a very good movie but you know the ewoks and some of the silliness and shit like that um it's just not quite as good as empire like it's not a perfect movie it's just very 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 good uh keeping in mind that out of a seven scale four right yeah four would be an average movie so this is way above average very very good love this movie my very last thought for it as everybody is celebrating the fall of the empire is gonna be a baby boom space boomers, <laughs> <laughs> and and that, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, Justin's thought on the Return of the Jedi. It was actually the first Star Wars movie I saw. That was I didn't I didn't see him in order. That's the first one I ever saw, and I just. I was lost at first, but I was like, okay, they're these, they're, they're the bad guys, so here are the good guys. And it was my favorite one to go see when they re-released them in the theater because I was ready for that space battle, you know, on the big screen. Like, I had been, you know, like, child up against the TV during those parts. But uh, overall, it, it was a nice end to the original trilogy. It's... It's a shame that next episode, next episode, we have to take that sharp turn we have to turn at in thirty years. Oh, no, doing the next episode. If you remember, people, Bob is is uh, 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 forgetting. We're going to take a small break from our Star Wars time, and we are going to review one, possibly two, horror movies because oh, it's yes, that's right. Because it's October and that's what we do. Because it's Halloween time and I fucking love Halloween. Everybody loves fucking Halloween. So if you have any suggestions, please hit us up at the Fat Old Nerds Podcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, we'll fucking surprise you next episode and let you know what movie we're reviewing because we don't fucking know yet. Cause, I already uh, got one in my head. Yeah, we're flying by the seat of our pants here. We should, re- we should review the human centipede. Oh, no. No. Maybe, but what no. What is there a review about that movie? 
<laughs> I'll fucking suggest goddamn uh, uh, a Serbian film. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but I've heard things about it. Yeah, I haven't seen it either, and I don't really plan on watching it. And we're not really going to review that because fuck that shit. I've read a synopsis. No, not watching it. <laughs> Right, so uh, do we have anything else? Because I need to piss again. Because I've been. I need to go to bed. We're done. Because I has to work tomorrow. Oh, you got to work? Oh, that'll be super not fun, and it'll be easier than anything Pedro Pascal has done. Uh, and for less. <laughs> so keep. And I have to sleep with that stupid contraption attached to me to see how bad my sleep apnea is. Pretty bad, probably, because you're big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Girthy. Well, well, for the fat old nerds podcast, I'm Bob. I'm Justin. And I'm Micah. And we'll see y'all next time. Say goodbye. Yeah. We'll be talking about penises and stuff. Bye. Bob's penis. <laughs> 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 <laughs>